1: Download the Anchor app
2: or go to anchor.fm to get started. So easy, Paul can do it.
1: Mess it up. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh Lord, hold on. it. Hold up, go on, dog. <laughs> you
2: need to give Don't me the troubles. You're already done messing it up.
1: Hey, at least I went live this time and didn't waste 26 minutes of gold content like I did with Frankie the head cheese over at Slay Nation. Welcome to Bass and Brews Podcast, everybody.
2: Hello, hey, oh, hey. <laughs>
1: Look, y'all. We are your weekly distraction from high-quality podcast content. So you come here when you just want to let loose and maybe scream some cuss words, or you know, even go catch big fish. Sometimes we got some people to help with that. Tonight we got a great show for you. We have Dust Off Fishing, Mister Brandon. Dust Off Fishing on Instagram. He's our he's our he's our guest tonight. And then we have Repeat Offender. what's up all everybody
2: how are you nice to see
1: you (laughs) she'll be our guest co-host tonight and this probably will be an episode that that ends quote unquote on time uh probably less than an hour and 31 minutes Uh, is is that a pun are you already picking
2: on me because i'm
1: the time master Uh, no i'm not i mean you know we we need alex to come back very soon, but it's not going to be soon enough. Matter of fact, everybody, all our listeners, talked to Alex last week, and he said, "Tell everybody hello. He misses you, and uh, he can't wait to get back." Be good so. to have him back. Brandon, introduce yourself real quick, brother.
0: Yeah, uh, name's Brandon. Dust off fishing is the Instagram handle, and the TikTok handle, and the YouTube handle, and the Facebook. Um. <laughs> I'm a I'm just a middle aged white guy that lives in the uh, the middle of Missouri and I like to fish and uh, my side job I, I'm active duty military so I fly helicopters for the army when uh, when I can and the rest of the time I do spreadsheets and sit in meetings so
1: <laughs> your your side job is a helicopter pilot you know my side job is is like going and fixing people's doors. You know, stuff like the, helping people move, and That's a, your side yes. job is getting a fly helicopter.
0: That's a valuable yeah. skill. Don't ever put that down. That's going to be a good one to have. Trust me.
1: Oh it, it, yes, it's great, but I'm not flying a damn helicopter. Yeah, shit. But, but you're easy. close. You're, you're close, Paul. It's 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 a good second for sure.
0: It's easier than it looks. No big
1: deal. <laughs> yeah, but the fun meter has got to be up there with everything else. I've
0: incident. had some good times for sure. There you go. I've had some scary times and some boring times, but yeah, it's <laughs> it's definitely better than uh, most jobs, I would say. Yeah.
2: Well, you What's know, your I, favorite helicopter to fly? Uh,
0: I I like the Apache. Uh, it's it's my favorite. Why? Well, it's got guns, and you know, guys and guns <laughs> and uh, rockets. <laughs> uh, you know, rockets and guns and missiles and uh, it's got air conditioning, which which is quite nice. Um, And uh, it's got lots of cool uh, features. So, you know, you can, it's basically like playing a video game in the air. So it's pretty cool.
1: cool. Brandon. And we talked about this before my, my college long snapper is an Apache pilot here in North Carolina. And we've had, you know, we've talked about that in depth, but man, that sounds so fun. I mean, so I guess because cause the Blackhawks are open door, it does have air conditioners, whatever airflow you get.
0: So, so you're going to, you're going to, this is going to blow your mind, but the reason the Apache has air conditioning is not for people, it's for the avionics uh, and the Ford uh, avionics base to keep the electronics okay. cool. That so, makes
2: sense.
0: So they just redirect some of that air into the cockpit so that. <laughs> You know, they throw us a bone there. But, uh,
1: well, well, let's be real. If they didn't do it, they knew y'all were going to figure out how to do it. So like, let's just go ahead and skip them messing shit up and put oh, it in there.
0: Oh, you bet. I would be telling somebody to reroute some of that stuff to me. <laughs> no doubt. All day long.
1: Coley.
2: Oh, oh, yes. sorry. So, Coley, how are you today? I'm good. Look, my pirate eye is gone. They're both open now. Yay. How's that? Finally. Life? Woo! took a while, but yeah, I'm doing well. Thank you. I um, laid some sod in the back. That's why I was maybe 30 seconds behind because never laid sod before. So that was a fun adventure today.
1: Mm, nice. How's but, the elbow?
2: Um, it's doing better. I got a little overzealous at the gym today, picked up some weights that were a little heavy, So, mm, but I can still fish. I'm just not fishing a lot. I'm going maybe like once or twice a week. Um, if it starts to hurt, I back off a little bit.
1: So my advice would be to stop with the damn weights and go fish. I know. I mean, where are your priorities? Actually, I was listening
2: to your podcast with Josh and Lockwood, and I was cracking up because I was trying to do single dead leg lifts, and I had to pick up the weight, right, to do it. And I fell over like four times because I was laughing so hard. You guys had me rolling. I cannot do a leg workout when I'm listening to you his Tinder stories and all kinds of stuff that you guys were talking about. That was cool. That's pretty funny. And you had some big belly laughs there. I, I appreciated that for sure. So I think it was on one of my, where I was going down and I lost my balance and I flung the weight up to catch myself. And it kind of tweaked my elbow again a little. So
1: I don't listen to this podcast ever. I record, I put that shit out there and let it roll. But when the paddlers playbook guys were on, they, they had us their first segment of 2022, 2021 in review was was part of uh their their shotgun questions and and i got i was like god why has why had why has nobody told me when i get to cackling which is laughing down here in the south cackling so it's all like man you you got to tone that shit down you got to
2: tone it, it, it down i love it it was a great laugh you were leaned back in your chair i thought you're gonna fall oh. over backwards and lockwood yeah. Lock, lockwood had a little he had more of a cackle like hiss, whispered, like choking. Oh my God, you guys were killing me. It was well, good. That's, Lock,
1: that's Lockwood for you. It's 90% of the sounds he makes are grunts and breathing. Yeah. And the other 10% actual words. So, well, good. It's glad to have y'all here. I'm excited. It's going to be a good one. Um, let's see. What are y'all drinking tonight? Brandon, you to guess what you what you got there, house.
0: Well, in, in honor of uh, Cupcake Coley and the fact that I don't know what kind of beer they make in North Carolina, I'm drinking a Sierra <laughs> Nevada Big Little Thing IPA.
2: I love it.
0: Nine percent ABV, buddy. Nine percent.
1: Oh, I hear you. Look, it, I, there's two things that I know really well. One is ABVs, because y'all know about me and my high, high alcohol content. And the other thing I know about is little big things. Koli, what are you drinking tonight?
2: You know what? I, I'm I'm with you right now. I'm trying to watch my calories, so I'm sticking with the Elephant Seltzer 6.5, which I've had the last couple times. Uh, I don't know; it's just it's hardly any calories and it tastes good. But I saw the Sierra Nevada Sour Little Things, and I really wanted to get it, and I forgot it at Sprouts. So that's kind of funny that you got the Big Little Things because they have a Sour Little Thing that's amazing. So yeah, I'm drinking my Elephant. Um, seltzer which the of course being you know Brandon and I love to save and rescue ducks um, the, some of the proceeds go to save elephants so <laughs> that's the other reason why I drink this one
1: so you I,
0: mentioned hey, me. elephants are very similar to ducks so I totally get it
1: Yeah, right they're both right, loving their cuddly yeah
2: are I, you I guys don't are appreciate Asian? your
1: I don't appreciate your fat joke though Coley my what? <laughs> I don't appreciate your fat joke towards me why? Because it's not bat nice. Joke. That is. I, I thought you said bat joke, and I was like, I
2: didn't "Make a bat joke. I'm losing it tonight."
1: Bat, look, I have I have tried to figure out how to put some damn um, closed captions on here, mainly for comedic content. See what it says. But the other part is for our fans who aren't country, who don't speak go. southern. So. You know, they they can see what sometimes I'm saying, even though I'm sure I, it would come out. Look, Siri, I need a translator half the time. He, he, right, some tonight, of the
2: things-
1: as Coley said, I'm trying to watch my weight. I'm fat. I'm trying to lose weight. I'm down like seven pounds right now. But I got my white call surge eight percent. Uh it is the cranberry flavor. So y'all ready to crack open three. Yes, sir. Two, one. Wonderful. Oh, mine's foamy. Oh right, good. Brandon. We're gonna get right into this thing because you've talked about this on some other podcasts, but I, you you're you have a meteoric rise on the Instagram, and you, you we we've had some conversations on how that happened, and you you talked a lot about it. My question is this: is have have you? Oh, hold on. I'm making sure this is oh, – on. My boy waking up. Okay, no. All right, good. (laughs) If my son was up, he's going to have a problem. Sorry. Actually, no, I'm not sorry. This real life, this real life (laughs) podcast. My question is, have you, has that, that shotgun, that rocket ship, are you still maintaining that or have you kind of settled down and and are just maintaining and, and whatever growth happens, happens? Like, where are you now? With, with growing your podcast channel and it's been a, what a year and like two months now. And yeah. So last week I was at a,
0: a net gain of 168 followers. So I'm averaging about 700 a month or so.
1: <laughs> this ain't, these are new followers. Yeah. I don't get that many likes in like six months.
0: Oh yeah. Likes. Uh, Followers. I'm averaging about 700 likes a post. Yeah.
2: You got a lot of comments and you're really good about responding to all of your comments and liking. And uh, you got a lot of comments every day. It's a lot of work.
0: Uh, I found that uh, the more comments you give, the more comments you receive. So I'm a giver, you know? So. Absolutely. It's just, it's Instagram is like life, you know, A lot of times people will repay your, uh, kindness with kindness, you know, um, and and I'll comment on some people's stuff and if they, they don't want to comment on mine, I don't have a problem with that. It's not like I'm going to unfollow people, but, but, uh, you know, there are only so many, uh, finger taps in a day and there's only so many uh, minutes in a week, so, um, you know, it's not that I exclusively do it for comments back, you know, you develop relationships with people over time. I know Paul's commented on a couple of mine. I've commented on a couple of his, but, um, you have the, and Coley, you're good about commenting on my posts and, and vice versa, but you develop relationships with people over time and you have people that always comment on your stuff. And so whenever they post, uh, you know, I want to try to make sure that happens for them. And the other part about it is, is, uh, you know, I've, I've kind of increased my posting to two times a day and that has helped Paul, you know, for anybody listening. Um, I used to think that more comment was kind of cluttering people's feed, but what I found is, is I've, you gain followers by posts. I mean, not always, but every post that I post generally, uh, I'll get three or four people that will like a post and then follow they've never liked to post before. Mm -hmm. And so the more content you push out and I think there's a, there's a sweet spot there. I don't think, you know, like people that post six times, like machine gun posting or people that post like five times a day, uh, generally, um, I think their engagement is down and I don't think, um, I'm as motivated to, to pay attention if that makes sense. So uh i try to basically post twice a day during the week and, and then on the weekends you know i'm generally fishing so i'll get my post out in the morning and then i'll go fish if you comment on my posts on the weekends
1: generally speaking um you know i, I do a lot less liking and commenting on the weekends just because i'm fishing yeah you know? Co- Coley, you're in charge i'm gonna go say good night to my daughter real quick she just got in from gymnastics okay. i'll be right back
2: okay so, Brandon, um, I want to say I started back in August of 2020, I believe, and I was didn't really know what I was doing. I had a regular, just my personal page that I kind of started putting more fishing stuff on and kind of developed it. And I think you and I became friends through comments back and forth, um, I want to say in May. Um, and I remember I was like, God, this guy is so nice. Like, How can this one person be this nice? But you really are, for the listeners out there that haven't gotten a chance to know him, he really is as nice as everyone says that he is. And he was encouraging. And, um, man, you skyrocketed. I mean, when did you start? You started in March of last year?
0: Uh, November of 2020. Okay. So I'm at about 14 months. And last time I checked, I was at 9689 or something. So the goal was 10 K by, uh, one year, which I did not hit, which is okay. I mean,
2: pretty darn close.
0: I don't, I don't think we set goals. We set realistic goals. I think it was realistic, but I, you know, things in life happen and you, and, uh, I've seen people come and go off of social media, um, throughout this time on, on Instagram and, and, uh, you know, sometimes people have to take a step back. I never took a step back, but, You know, there were times where, you know, for lack of a better term, I was, I was, my heart wasn't in it or, you know, I wasn't quite as uh, aggressive as I usually am. So, uh, but yeah, it's been 14 months. It's been crazy. You know, um, there's, I'm sure we're going to talk about kind of like where I've, where I started and where I, where I, you know, have gotten to, but it's, it's pretty it's it's incredible to me, as much as anybody else. Like I'm not one of these people that goes, yeah, I deserved nine thousand followers. You know, like I'm no, very
2: humble.
0: I'm appreciative of everyone, uh, and and I'm very humbled by it. And it motivates me to to keep going and do better and better each time. You know, I just spent before we got on this podcast, I spent like thirty minutes making one reel. Because I'm yeah. like, okay, this one needs to be 0.11 seconds. And this one needs <laughs> to be, you know, and there's 22 pictures. So you're like, holy shit.
1: Yep. You can see. I need, I need hold, to work on that. Hold, look, and you, hold on. You talk about spending that time making a reel. I go through and I get a video and if it's past 30, it, the reel is 30 seconds, right? Or is it a minute now?
0: It's longer now.
1: Think whatever, you whatever it is. I see the video. I'm like. I like this video real (laughs) (laughs) boom Post it out there. Let that shit roll. I don't spend no time doing no shit, but that's me. That's who I am. You know that you, well, honestly, your content is who you are. And that's, I think that's the biggest thing. When you talk about creating content, one of the biggest things you got to do is you have to find out who you are and what you want to post.
0: Well, honestly, those, those posts, generally speaking, don't do as well. You know, and and then the other part of, not the ones you do, the ones I'm talking about where you have the pictures that line up with the music. Uh, But for me, it's all about skill improvement. Mm -hmm. And um, it also kind of teaches me and shows me what I'm, where I have gaps in my content, like where I don't have enough videos of something or I see a reel that has like, you know, this cool wraparound video of a car and then it has like little pieces of the car. Like I think, okay, well I could do that with a kayak or, I could do that with a boat and I'm not a super creative person. Uh, You know, I'll be the first to admit that I'm a very right brained person. You know, we, you and I probably have talked about this numerous times, but you know, I have a system and it's like a checklist in the army for helicopters. If I'm being honest, it's probably one of the reasons why I do okay at flying helicopters is because there's a checklist and I follow it and I'm very, (laughs) I'm very at peace with that, you know, So, um, but, but my point is, is I've done that too, Paul. I mean, I think we all have, we go, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't have time for X, Y, or Z, or I didn't, you know, put enough drafts in or whatever. But, um, the thing about reels is you just never know it's going to take off. You know, you have a, you have a reel of, you know, a little fish swimming around and it gets like a million views, you know, that's not me, but somebody I know Mm -hmm. did that, you know, so.
1: Yeah. I'll put out a reel of me standing in the water. In, in 50 degree water and some Crocs and outside of like three reels with my, uh, of my dogs, <laughs> that one's I think, number four on the list for views. And that ain't nothing crazy. I mean, there, yeah. that was at like 5,600 and some, my dog videos are like six and 7,000. So not, I mean, nothing crazy, right? But, but it's still, the, yeah, but you know, that's what it is. You just have to, it's, you never know. I will say this, though, to say you're not creative for you to say that and for people to hear that most, most folks wouldn't think that looking at your channel, that you're not creative because you, you do a lot with pictures, making Mm -hmm. pictures really creative. You do a lot with the videos and the, in the reels that you post, they are creative, very creative and it doesn't matter the process that got you to that end product. But you got there. So you telling people that you're not creative, most people are like, well, shit, I don't believe he's a liar. You lie.
0: I'm just a quick study. You know, like I look at stuff people do and I go, I want to do that. And I learn how to do it. It's mm-hmm. like changing your oil. Right. Like, well, for me, you know, I, I know this is going to shock a lot of people, but I, I'm not your traditional fisherman. I didn't grow up in the country.
1: Time out. Time out on Bass and Bruce podcast where anglers or fishers. Oh dear god. heard I say I'm a hunter man, are you? I'm a hunter man, and I'm a fisherman.
0: Okay. I am not your traditional hunterman. I didn't <laughs> grow up in the country or-
2: <laughs> I twice. I got too smart thin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, but uh you know like just things that uh you know it's like Flying a helicopter, uh, shooting an, an AR or an M16, I, you know that's not that's not something that like I was taught at an early age. I wasn't around aviation stuff like that. So, you know, all you got to do is just there's two there's two rules to this this game for the most part. It's work hard and improve on your weaknesses.
2: Well, let's talk about that back up just for a little bit there so major would you mind telling us how you did get into fishing
0: um yeah i used to do a lot of uh, crossfit and before that i did adventure racing and before that i was wrestling you know paul you can probably relate to sports i'm a very competitive person all of those things you know they have one thing in common
1: that's uh, you
0: line up against somebody else and you try to be better than them at that.
1: You wanted to smile in their face and then beat their ass at whatever you were doing.
0: Yeah, and so yeah. you know, Coley, you talked about this with your elbow, you know, as we get older, uh, you know, I'm 40, believe it or not, people think I'm Oh
1: Shit, did you just call Coley old? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I
2: didn't take it that way, but thanks, Paul, hey, a yeah, jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely.
1: <laughs> Definitely did.
2: Oh my god, now you got me. <laughs> Unintentionally, but yes,
0: I did. So as, as we all get older, you know, we have to find different ways to be competitive. Um, I didn't realize that fishing was going to be the next thing. Um, it just showed up in my life. Uh, basically, long story short, I went on a deployment to Iraq. I came back from that deployment, and a buddy of mine goes to Canada every year. And, you know, when you go on deployment and you do things where you don't get to enjoy your life for a long, significant period of time, Uh, you basically come back and you're like, you know, I'm going to do, I'm going to do stuff when I get back. I'm not going to, I'm going to stop avoiding living my life and I'm going to live it. So I went on that trip to Canada. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, we, you know, we went up into the, the Quetico, which is just North of Minnesota. Okay. Caught a ton of smallmouth and pike and walleye. And, uh, when I came back, I said, I got a giant lake that I go to every year and I don't fish it. So I'm going to start doing that. And then I did. And then it kind what of lake was up. that uh, leg of the Ozarks.
1: Okay. So, so you were, you're in Missouri during that time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I have lived Missouri. I mean, minus, you know, um, uh, temporary duty for the army. I've lived in Missouri my whole life and, and, uh, I love Missouri, uh, nothing against anywhere else, but it's, it's, uh, Always gonna be home for me at least half the year, you know. Um, I'm not saying like I'm not gonna retire and like spend six months in Florida. I mean, hell, they have peacock bass and tarpon and all kinds of other crazy, you know, 14 pound largemouth down there. So I mean, there's plenty I of stuff to do everywhere, but Missouri just feels like it's my spot. So
1: I mean, being forties, talking about that, being forty, you damn near close to retiring.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, so I've got twenty-one years in the military.
1: Oh shit! You should have been done, gone.
0: There's there's two there's two pieces to that. Um, one, um, basically, I haven't reached my terminal grade, meaning i mm. I can still I can still move up. Get them steps, boy. Get
1: them steps.
0: Yeah, and, and two is I haven't found. Um, so people that retire from the military they'll tell you you'll know when it's time and for me i think i'll know it's time when something unbelievable is too hard to pass up that requires the time that it takes to have a job in the military And what i mean by that is whether that's uh fishing full-time or working for uh, you know a large i want to work in fishing or um advertising marketing you know stuff like that for fishing companies so something will come up i'm sure but i haven't hit that point yet and i'm not good enough i'm not a good enough fisherman or tournament fisherman to even think about that at the moment so that's the goal is to try to do that over the next i don't know five years and see if i can you know i I don't want to say be somebody but just you know like kind of like christine fisher is you know like you find yourself surrounded by people you've heard of and you become somebody that somebody's heard of, you know what I mean?
2: So you mentioned, um, tournament you had, was it your first tournament this year that you did on a, a bass boat?
0: Yeah. So I did a, I did a kayak tournament last year on Bull Shoals. And then I did, uh, two ABAs this year in, uh, in a bass boat, one as a team and one as a non-boater.
2: Very cool. And how did you like that versus the kayak?
0: <clears throat> um, I, be I you know we, we talked
1: to Bass and Bruce.
0: Well, we talked to Tiffany. You know, you know Tiffany, Texas Bass Babe. She does a lot of stuff as a non-boater. Steven OG Scuba Steve. Yep. You know, uh, does stuff as a non-boater, and I I love I love I was fortunate enough to fish with somebody I like, I knew, and I was able to be on a boat mm-hmm. with with that person, even as a non-boater, like we worked it out to where I could get on his boat and fish that tournament. But what you find out real quick is uh, there's a lot of disadvantages to fishing out of the back of a boat. Um, And then you also are not in control of your own destiny. So at the end of the day, the thing that I really felt like was, I didn't feel like I knew if I had reached my full potential in that tournament because gotcha. I wasn't in control of my own destiny. Does that
1: make sense? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, And do you think then, so two part question, do you think that lends you more towards being on the competitive kayak side? And if so, are you planning on fishing more local and or national tournaments from the kayak side?
0: Yeah, so uh, you know, I kind of got some big news the other day, um, and I and I do recognize that this is not because I am a skilled tournament angler with lots of experience, but um, I've have de- signed up with Eco Fishing uh, mm. and New Canoe, very cool, cool. to fish uh, the Moyak Kayak yeah. Bass Fishing Trail this year,
2: which Dude, is that's-
0: a- yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. It's just an affiliate of the KBF. Uh, Fishing trail So I think like the top You know 20 or so Qualify for nationals Anyway long story short is um, I'll be fishing out of a new canoe This year Eco is going to help me rig it up Uh, They're doing the jerseys and the whole thing uh, Paying you know Some level of uh, Tournament entry fees They're sponsoring a
1: bunch of teams in Missouri
2: How exciting there There you Definitely
1: earned that one. So. And that is big because Moyak is is a you know a, a local trail if we want to call them that, and but they're 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 known throughout the country. You know when you say Moyak, people know what the hell you're talking about. You know I mean so, but that that starts to get you kind of working towards then going next year going to Florida and fishing KBF or. You know, following the Hobie Trail or following, you know, bass or whatever it is, you know, up your way to you got the All-American series. um, That's in your area. So you could fish that and they're regional. But I mean, they're not They're They're really on par with the, the other big three, minus them not being national. But um, so it sounds like then you think your path to retiring and making fishing a you know, your job is is through the tournament the, the tournament side on the kayak. And let's be real, it might not be a professional kayak angler, a PKA, PKA as people call them, but where where does fishing these national tournaments and getting to meet people and network, where does that take you into industry? Right. So you got you got two different avenues that I see with kayak angling right now is you potentially get some networking in in the Industry that takes you out into the marketing side or social media side, or maybe you did end up being a badass damn tournament angler on the kayak, and now your ass is out there fishing off a kayak for a living.
0: So, there's this guy that fishes the moyak, his name's Lance Burris, and he doesn't know me and I don't know him. But I remember my first tournament, um, we were going past him, and he had been fishing a tiny little creek uh, all morning, and he won the tournament, by the way. But I remember him going past me, and he was in a boatified SS-127. This is before I knew my ass from a hole in the wall when it came to fishing. But I watched him go by me, and he's got a Torquedo on the back. And he's just, he looks like the calmest I've ever seen somebody look. Just flicking, reeling, flicking, reeling. It, it was the most unbelievable thing. I'm, like, sweating. I'm starving. <laughs> I haven't drank water all day. I feel like my insides are going to explode and I caught one fish and this guy is looking like he is just so calm.
2: Oh, that's rad. And
0: and the thing about it is, is that I just want that to be me. You know, I want to feel like I know what I'm doing. I feel confident in what I'm, what I'm trying to do. And if at the end of the day, I don't win, it's not because I didn't apply the right techniques or I, weren't the right, I wasn't in the right spots. It was just basically not meant to be. And as far as the, the all American stuff, and that is, that is one of my strengths, I would say is networking, you know, like this major bass thing that I, that I signed up with on Instagram. One of the things that sold me on it was the guy, his name's Mikey Moser. Um, he, uh, he travels around the world going to all the bass tournaments and he does um content and videoing and networking with all of these uh professionals and he's like hey look uh we're gonna we're gonna get access to products before people we're gonna promote those products we're gonna i hope at some point get you guided trips with like professional anglers and you get to meet like famous people you know uh and they're traveling around here well you know so my point is is um kind of like you said paul I do realize that my strength is more on social media and um, networking and less on th- uh, fishing skill, for lack of a better term. But then again, you know, I fish with a guy named Russ, who I fished those two tournaments with. And he tells me the other day, hey, man, you're a better fisherman than you think you are. If you went on these tournaments and you fish these tournaments, you do just fine. You know, and so I, I'm not really quite sure what to think. I think that's the point of this year is just to get out and kind of see where I can go.
1: I'm I'm a turn I'm a turn personal coach on you real quick and tell you you were probably shitty at social media a year <laughs> and three months ago until you <laughs> dived into it and now you're not shitty anymore. Yeah, and you were probably shitty at fishing until you started to get better and now you consider yourself an average. Sounds to me like a below average angler, but you, you are what you think you are. (laughs) I mean, that's the biggest thing. And so the fishing, you can learn that. You just said you're a quick study or I can't remember the exact words you said, but you could, anybody can learn to fish. That's the, that's the whole damn thing about this sport. You can take anybody and they can learn how to catch fish. There's no, there's no gender gap. There's no uh, height. Or weight or anything like that. I mean, damn, people out there fishing, missing a leg, missing arms. Fishing comes down to just taking the time to learn how to fish. Now there's a difference in just catching fish and competitive angling, tournament angling. Like there's a whole different mindset and there's a different skill set. But you know, to you can do either one. You can be on that marketing side. It's what you want to do. Because you can go out and fish. I mean, I've seen it all the time. Folks all the time, especially in the kayak world, talk about, man, I picked up a kayak two years ago. And now they're out there winning tens of thousands of dollars fishing kayak trails. So, Yeah, I always tell
0: people all the time, um, and I see some amazing fish that are caught by some very skilled fishermen. And their Instagram pages have 600 followers. 500 followers. They're throwing up five pounders every post, you know, and, um, it's, it's really just about how you apply yourself. And so what, what I guess I'm saying is that going into this next year, you know, I'm still dedicated to creating good content and uh, engaging with people on social media, but where I feel like my weaknesses are like we talked about. And I don't, I don't think there's as big a gap as there was six months ago or even nine months ago, Mm -hmm. but the figuring out days like Sunday, where I went to bull shoals and I threw every bait that I knew of. And I, you know, wrapped a braid wire braid line in my troll motor twice and had to take the (laughs) propeller off and lost a pin and had to create a pin out of a hook (laughs) you know and like I pull a blade back out out of the water and it like literally sticks to my chest in my down jacket now I've got like three like basically (laughs) feathers just hanging out of my jacket out of the front of it like those are the days where I just want to go okay everything is good I know where I can go and put one hook and one lip and walk away like I knew what I was doing And that was not Sunday. (laughs) Now, on the flip side lately, I've had a lot of days where I go, I didn't think I knew what I was doing. And then I went out there and caught the fire out of fish. And I'm like, well, maybe I do know what I'm doing. And I think that's just fishing. I think everybody does that. But you get these guys that are pros and they don't say that. Why would they? You know, that just makes them look human. And they don't want to look human to people that are fishing against them. They want to look invincible. You know, they want to say, oh, Paul's going to go out there and catch a bag because he very obviously knows what he's doing. And inside, Paul's going, I really hope I catch a bag today. You know what I mean? Mm. So, for me, this next year, it's, one, repaying the faith with the sponsorship and the, you know, like the quote-unquote legitimacy of my fishing prowess. And that's really what I'm really – what I'm going for you
2: know Paul. excuse me Paul what the
1: hell are you doing taking notes every five minutes what are you writing down this is none of your damn business ask your question before you forget (laughs) I'm in charge of this show I can write down whatever I want to on my little kid over there why just put it in front of you instead of reaching over every five minutes I'm sorry I'm just I'm I'm practicing drawing my penises on this (laughs) whiteboard I can show you if you want (laughs) okay yeah please let me get my glasses hold on just let me get my magnifying glass so i can see
2: <laughs> brandon i gotta uh, i gotta back up for a second and <laughs> i don't even know what that
0: is I'm, I'm having like i'm having like cody lockwood
2: you because i'm snorting <laughs>
0: No, because you need to go
2: see a doctor. If that's a self portrait, you need to go see a doctor. Something's wrong there.
1: Brandon, Coley don't know what you're talking about, but I do. I don't. You're right. But I got to call you out for
2: just a second. Brandon, Major, you are so humble and you are so, you know, oh, I have bad days and you know, you're just such a good guy. I'm going to call your ass out. Last year, You had an amazing, yeah, fangirl moment, Paul, whatever. You had an amazing PB, fish after fish after fish after fish. Tell us about that. I mean, every time I was looking at your post, oh, PB, oh, PB, and it wasn't just the same fish over and over again. It was largemouth, smallmouth, catfish. I mean, you had an amazing last six months of last year.
0: I just feel like that's being kind of a new fisherman. You know, it's like, it's like if you ask Kevin Van Dam what his PB is, it, you know, it's like a who I don't know maybe it's a 15 or 16 pound largemouth that he caught 10 years ago because once you now don't get me wrong, one of the things that I do do well is that I do fish for a angler. Yeah, excuse me. Uh, it's it's part of being a new hunterman is that you just you just get. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, what? There's two, there's two things to that. Last year, and, and really as new fishermen, I think we all kind of fish like where we're used to, right? You fish a lot of the same water and stuff. Right. So you get to know lakes, and then you get to know where the fish are, and then you're better at catching them. And so what I've really done over the past six months is... Uh, fish new lakes and new bodies of water and lakes that I'm going to fish this year for the tournament. And so what I, what I kind of have to understand and what I think everybody else kind of has to understand is, you know, you're going to go to a new lake and you're not going to do well because you're, you're learning. It's like, I tell my kid, uh, you know, um, Jimi Hendrix didn't learn to play the guitar in one day.
1: Actually he did. But bad example. <laughs> yeah, he learned to play uh, a right-handed
0: guitar upside down perfectly in one day, yes.
1: With his but, eyes closed.
0: But uh, yeah, you know, so I what I would like to say is that it, it's really not humility. It's just trying to be very self-aware. I think people, generally speaking, and I'm not saying this about anybody in particular, but I think people sometimes lose sight of who they are and they don't have awareness of what uh, they need to work on. And they get kind of caught up in their own hype. And, um, I, you know, I had a kid. So kind of like that fangirl moment. I had a kid the other day. Uh, he, po- he literally posted a story about me following him. And he circled it.
2: Aww. And he said,
0: Dust Off Fishing is following me.
2: That's so cool. And wow, that makes my heart go with the kids. Oh, that's awesome. That
0: was as cool for me as it was for him. And and that makes me feel like, um, you know, it makes me feel like, hey, you know, I'm glad that I made that kid's day, but I'm nobody special. You know, it's just I've been around, you know, I learned some things and. So my point, I guess, to your your point is, is it's not really about humility. It's just I'm really just trying to make sure that I understand uh, what I can get better at. I surround myself with people that can help me work on those things. You know, uh, there's a book called uh, Powerful. It's by Patty McCord, who was the CEO of Netflix. And she talks about uh, the trait that uh, most Fortune 500, the most successful people in the in the world the trait that they all kind of share is self-awareness, and so they know what their weaknesses are, and they cool. surround themselves with people on their teams that complement their weakness, complement their weaknesses, and aren't the same type of person. So, if I'm very right, right-brained, then I get people that are left-brain to help me expand my, yeah. basically my my vision, what I'm looking at. And so that I don't get tunnel vision on any one thing. And so when I fished with Russ, for example, in Alabama, Russ fished a jerkbait all day long, one lure over and over and over. And I have never done that. It's like, if it doesn't work in 10 casts, I switch it. If it doesn't yeah. work in 10 casts, I switch it. Like the bottom of my boat looked like a jig locker exploded on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's and me too. So I watched him do that. And guess what? He caught more fish than me. Five times more fish because he was confident in what he was doing. He knew yeah. the conditions. He knew the lake. And he knew if he just kept throwing that thing over and over and over again, eventually something was going to bite it. And so fishing with Russ is like fishing with my left brain partner, the Got person you. who is the opposite of me. And so now I went out on the James River the day that I had a, Awesome day, and I threw one lure all day long. I didn't touch another rod, and I threw a jerk bait all day And it day worked long. for you. And it worked like a charm.
1: Like we, yeah, it,
0: it was amazing.
1: What you're talking about is experience on the water, and all the all your professional anglers always say there's nothing second to experience on the water. Going out fishing, but what what I think a lot of those folks who say that is like uh as the number one thing that makes a great angler great is experience on the water is they tend to not mention the time they spent with another person on the water. You know, you, you, we see it now a lot with a lot of these professional guys, because they'll have the YouTube channels and you see a lot of them now fishing together. And and it's not necessarily always time on the water together, it's sitting around the campfire shooting shit, talking about fishing, or texting back and forth, talking about fishing. You know, it's it's just it's just being immersed in that fishing thing. But time on the water is important. But if you if you take a jerkbait out there and you throw it in, you reel it like a crankbait. Now sometimes that works, but it might be a bad jump. But regardless, I'm gonna make it a point, y'all follow the shit alone. If you throw you throw a lure out there, and you don't work that lure properly for what it's meant to do, you know, you you're never gonna know it. But then you go out fishing with your buddy Russ and you're like, shit, I've been throwing a jerkbait out there. I've been reeling that thing as fast as I can. Kind of like wild bill fishing a wacky rig Cinco. I mean, he throws that bitch out there and it looks like he's deep cranking a, a crankbait. He's reeling in so fast that the have worms jumping up above the water. We don't know how he, <laughs> and then he's not catching any fish, and we're like, Wild Bill, man dude that ain't a crankbait anyway time on the water is 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 number one time spent who you spent time on the water with is another one that's where you start to learn small little intricacies or any of these little things you know that that speeds up that process could you do that in six months yes but if you go out fishing with Russ one time and see how he works a jerk bait and see why he throws it and where he throws it all those little small things, that start boom, your toolbox now, you know, you going to lose getting a bigger toolbox because one you had, one you took with you, that shit's too small now. And and that's that's a big part of it, is who you fish with and around. And Coley talks about this a lot too with some of the the folks that she fishes with in the lakes that she's at, how they've been able to get together and talk fishing and fish near each other and how she's learned and how some of them have learned from her. You know, that's the whole thing. It's, It's not just time on the water. It's who you spend that time on the water with to gain that knowledge.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, man. I found myself giving a whiteboard class on how wind affects fishing for jerk base on uh, bluff transitions. What's he pointing he, at?
1: He's just it's showing a whiteboard. whiteboard. My damn whiteboard, the Bass and Bruise whiteboard.
0: But yeah, I found myself giving a class on fishing.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, that
0: blew my mind. I was like, I just gave you a class on fishing. I talked about knots. I talked about, you know, this guy, he goes out and he gigs a lot, but he doesn't really fish a lot. And he's talking about how he fishes. And I'm just like, hey, why don't you try this? This is what an eddy looks like. This is where fish are right now. So uh, the things that, you know, I picked up from Russ is not, you know, specifically like how to fish a jerkbait per se. I mean, it's more about, okay, what kind of rod do I need for a jerkbait? Uh, what what color or what uh, pound test a line I need? What kind of split rings and what size hook i need on what part so how it suspends is going to be different mm. than uh you know so modifying your your baits is another way to to kind of find an advantage you'd be kind of surprised at least i have been at like just what minor tweaks to lures or line choices um do for you you know it's like i fished this tournament with him and I had a four pound bass on with like 10 minutes left in the tournament and I lost the fish cause I broke off on a leader cause I was fishing oh. a jerk bait, jerk bait on a braid to floral leader. And he's like, why in the hell do you have a braid to floral leader on that? Why would you give yourself another, another weakness point in your line? And I'm like, I have no idea. Cause I saw it on YouTube
1: probably, you know? Well, Russ, hey, you you've been seeing me throw this shit all damn day, and now you wait to say something after I broke a fish off? That's and, on you, buddy. That is on you.
0: And it was a perfect moment because I, I did the perfect thing. I saw a fish by a log. I threw the jerkbait over the log. I reeled it slow enough to where it didn't hook on the log, but right once it got on top of the log, I jerked it, and the fish bit it. You know, and a fish basically broke off and then jumped out of the water. You could see the whole fish out of the water with the jerk bait in its mouth. So it wasn't like I was just like guessing it was four pounds. I saw it. Yeah. And, and then, and then of course, you know, you're with your buddy and he's like, like, oh, that fish wasn't that big. You're good. Don't worry about it. And then he's like secretly going. "Oh
1: my god, <laughs> Your buddy is so much nicer than me. I would have been like, dude, you just lost, like, an eight-pounder. Oh, yeah, he yeah, no. would longer. have
2: exaggerated it.
1: I'll, he had, he could had a see title with a jerk what, what did Dude, happen. you just lost your PB by, like, six pounds.
0: <laughs> yeah, he is nicer than you, but that's okay.
1: <laughs> but this is the thing, like, well, on a side note, yeah, if me and you went fishing together, like, my whole goal to go fishing is is to beat your ass. Like, I, that's, that's it. <laughs> I don't care. Are we fishing for most biggest? Like it doesn't matter the the number of species. Like if we're fishing together, we're gonna we're I, we need I need to beat you at something. So we're gonna figure out what we're competing on. Side note, though, all these things you just said about not necessarily learning how to fish a jerk bait, what you named were all the little again. I'm gonna say this word for the second time tonight. Intricacies of fishing. How do how do I take a jerk bait? And not just throw it out there and jerk it in, but how how do I make it better? How do I fish the particular situation that I'm fishing with this jerk bait? Maybe I need to add some weight to it because it's cold water or warm water. Shit, I can't remember the bitch rises or sinks right now, but it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's all those little things that you learn when you're fishing with somebody of watching them. I mean, that's the whole thing with the time on the water part. I've been watching um,
2: Brandon do, uh, I like third eye fishing. I've um, been with them, like just following them and talking with Max and uh, really, really have liked their stuff. And Brandon, you come up with some pretty cool ideas. And um, sometimes I think you snip the dojo and put it on as a Ned and you've done some really um, interesting things, which uh, I think is pretty cool when you can take, I think uh, Texas Bass Babe just posted a story where she took a swim bait and the tail was missing and she cut it and put a, um, a blow, what did she put on the end of it? Um, a willow. Probably a willow blade. Yeah. So like being able to learn like different things like that, like it's it's been really cool. And especially since I love that brand in the first place, um, to see you be able to come up with some different ideas. Um, I know there's a couple other guys, uh, Thurman Outdoors and Carl, um, Real 3B Fishing. Um, they do a lot of like fun setups where, I mean, me, I'm just getting into the bait casting. I'm just getting into the heavier lures the jigs and um, that kind of thing. So being able to watch you and some of these other people that are more experienced with it, like, thank you because you all are teaching me a lot. Like I I screenshot it or I'll write it down. Like Paul and his dorky ass whiteboard over there. I have a little notebook that I'll write things down um, to try to try myself. Like, you know, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go out and throw this today. I'm going to, and I'll even go back to like your videos or somebody else's videos and see how you guys are doing it. Um, Somebody just posted uh, a drop shot hook that I have. them right over here. Um, I don't even remember the name of
0: it.
2: Yes. So I went and I bought like four packs of that because I'm like, I love to drop shot. I haven't had a chance to use it, but I am so excited and I had to save his video because I got to remember how to
1: rig it up. Is that the hook that you tie into the hook? Yeah. I'll show you. I was just talking about that on um, what was the last shit I just did? Um, uh, Crap, I can't remember. But yeah. Yeah, I saw that. hook. That, Slay nation, that you, that did, hook. you did.
2: Slay nation last, right?
1: Is that what is you're that, talking about?
2: I was talking.
1: What I was, was, I talking about that on Slay nation? Uh, okay, Coley. Oh, uh, time out, real quick, Coley. I want to say your hair is looking exceptionally awesome today. Thanks. I can tell. I, 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 you you. I, I can tell you just didn't show up from the duck shelter and, and come on the camera today like you have in the past. I can tell today you. Wait,
2: time out. Back the truck up, you country biscuit. Did you just say that I have come on this show and didn't put effort into what I look like? Is that what I heard? No, no. Just the hair. Just the hair. So the day that you caught me when I was cooking in the kitchen, that doesn't count. (laughs) I told you I was a hot mess.
1: (laughs) You've had a hat on, I think, every episode. I'm going to
2: come fish with you, and my only goal is to whoop your ass. I'm going to go we'll fish with Brandon, up. and I'm going to learn. I'm going to go fish with you. I'm going to whoop your ass.
1: I, uh, that's fine. Come on, come on. You got no words. Probably, I'll probably lose, but I'm going to find something, some kind of shit to talk about. you going to fall out the kayak, or I don't know. You're going to lose more lures than me. Something's going to happen
2: you're just gonna push me overboard i know
1: so this oh. is let's see if we can get this on here oh, behind, i'm not put it behind your way. hand hold hold it hold it like this there like that there you go
2: oh, yes yes isn't that yeah. cool so because of his video and you know i'm like the drop shot queen i'm trying to venture out and do more things but um i got eh, i can't get it with the ring light there yeah
1: okay. that
2: and I am so excited to use these because it's like people like you that are doing the videos, they're like, this is what I'm rigging up. And it's not the norm. And where I fish at is a super high pressured pond. And all of us, me and my pond buddies are all down there. Plus all the yahoos are out there, you know, they, after COVID, they went out and bought a $35 setup at Walmart. And so everyone's throwing everything. So the fish aren't really biting. So you got to throw something different and you got to come up with a new way of doing it. So being able to see you guys doing different things, has been really helpful for me because it gives the fish you know something new to look at something shiny and new so thank you and, Brand,
1: and brandon so this coley brings up a great point about social media posts right and and youtube is one that i, I uh, will refer to a lot on this you're a very educational in in a lot of your posts and that draws people in and i can't remember Uh, Gene Jensen, flute master, was on Armando's podcast on Paddle and Thin and uh, Bass, Kayak, and Beers. And he talked about his videos that are educational, tie knots, you know, these things that are beginner basics are the videos that he (laughs) still month to month. Six years ago, those videos come up. And so one of the things that you are really good about is being educational in your videos. So you you really do combine the education aspect and then the creativity and the the showmanship and all that stuff together. And that's hard to do. You don't there's very few people that do that very well, all of them together. Either it's educational and boring as shit. Or it's like this podcast since Alex hadn't been here and just pretty much all, you know, craziness and and entertainment with pretty much nothing else involved. So (laughs) you do really well at the educational part and you blend them together really well. So people are drawn to your channel because educational and fun, you know, it's just it's everything in one little package,
0: I appreciate that, Paul. That's, that's very nice of you to say. Um, so I always kind of try to say I like to be inspirational, motivational, or informational. <clears throat> but um, I just do what I want other people to do. And what I mean by that is if you follow me and I look at your page, there's a couple things I look for. Uh, one, location. If if you're listening to this, and you're in Instagram, these are the tips that will help you get more follows. One, put the location on. Don't put your mama's house or <laughs> secret pond or you know any of that other stuff. It's like, put where you're at. I gotta take.
1: Okay. Let's right. just <laughs> do this.
0: You <laughs> see, got
1: it right <laughs> on, that, on I, knew Brandon, I knew Brandon was going to read whatever came up on the on the whiteboard. <laughs> uh,
0: second thing, don't put like boom pow another big one under your under your fish. Like put uh, if you are going to put anything, put hey I just caught a you know a nice fish on whatever lure you know doing whatever or you know like. It just, it needs to feel like it has some sort of substance to it. I don't particularly care for posts that are just like, you know, bang, 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 look at this, how much this way, you know, whatever, like have some substance. Other thing I look for is how many likes you get per post and I 10% is kind of the the rule. So if you, if you have 3000 followers and you get a hundred likes on all your posts, that just tells me that you don't engage with people. Because people will not like posts of people that don't like their stuff. And the same with comments. So if you're listening to this and you want to get better engagement and you want to get more follows, that's how you do it. Put where you fish. Provide something of substance in the comments. Because people do read those. And then have good engagement. And if you do that stuff and in Paul, that kind of alludes back to kind of quote unquote the meteoric rise. But if you look at my page, it meets all of those requirements. Mm -hmm. And so when I, when I do stuff, I think to myself, what do people want to know about this picture or like today's post? I didn't like today's post. I didn't, I didn't feel like capturing any comment content yesterday. I didn't feel like taking any pictures of baits or lures. I felt like throwing my trolling motor in the fucking water and leaving my boat on the fucking shore went down with nothing but ashes. Yeah. But I told people I was going fishing. Right. So mm-hmm. I have to tell them, like, I can't just pretend like yesterday never happened. What I have to tell them is, look, I sucked. And you know what? People relate to that
1: mm-hmm. because
0: they sucked. Some of the best, some of the best posts I've had is when I missed a fish. So probably one of the things you said about where you fish. So I fished in Arizona a little bit and I fished ponds like that. And it's frustrating because there's people all around the pond and they're all all standing in good spots and generally they're either fishing for catfish fishing for bluegill
1: yeah or
0: just doing something completely stupid that basically is is doing no good you can't fish there because they're there so yeah so when you catch a fish i want you to feel good about the fish you catch because i have fished those ponds and it's hard to catch fish out of those ponds,
2: 100%. Oh, I, absolutely. I mean, when I started fishing there back in 2018, and I met all my pond buddies that are there, um, you know, I couldn't catch anything to save my life. And when I started talking to these, they're, they're a little bit older, you know, they're, they've been around a little bit. They've been fishing different things. And when they started showing me, like, tips and tricks here, and I started pulling out, you know, two-pounders and three-pounders and, you know, started getting more and more and more, I mean – they told me, you need to recognize that you're pulling out big fish out of this pond that is so high pressure. So I know when I get one, even if it's only a pound, I get just as excited that I caught a pound largemouth bass because it takes so long to get it. I mean, I'm fishing like five, six hours a day where you're going out and you're, little frozen tundra comrade hat with (laughs) with Ryan and you guys are pulling in fish after fish after fish I'm fishing in 76 degrees in the dead middle of winter I can't even get a bite but so I do and I appreciate you saying that but um I do I mean I you get one there and it's like wow you know and I'm trying to do what you're doing and you're exploring new lakes like you talked about earlier um trying to learn the waters and all that I'm exploring in Oklahoma with Sawyer Buck um, so if nobody follow if you haven't followed him yet, which Colin
1: you saw your book is going to be, he is going to be a famous angler. Oh, he's got the be. name with a name like that. He's yep. going to be a famous angler or president of the United States.
2: He is amazing. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, he's a uh, fishing and frogging, I think is his Instagram handle. And, um, we of I was a nanny to him and his brother years ago, I think he was 18 months old when I started with him and um, fast forward, they moved to Oklahoma and I've been going back to Oklahoma to fish with him. His dad is a big um, saltwater fisherman and his mom grew up trout fishing, but he caught a bass in their pond and I started going back there. And so we've been traveling um, to, we went to the Grand, we went to um, I think Tin Killer, we went to Arkansas River and Illinois River and Illinois River, Brandon, You've been doing a lot of river fishing, and oh, my gosh, do I have the bug to get back into a river. I'm, like, desperate to find a river somewhere here in Southern California, but um, I'm trying to learn <laughs> how job. to do new things. I know. I, there's a few, up, like, up in the Sierras, I've been told, but yeah. they, it's kind of one of those things. Oh, yeah, you go up to the creek, and you make a left, and you see a rock, and you go right. And I have no sense of direction. I'm like, I will be lost for days.
1: But, um, yeah, I've okay. trying to learn that. So first of all, it's 2022, GPS units now. There's You can't get lost if you prepare and take a GPS. If you don't have
2: internet in the mountains, yeah Yahoo. You can't get it. You can't get a GPS
1: signal. I ain't talking about... Well, first of all, your phone doesn't need an internet signal to get GPS. They're two completely different things. Second of all, you can get a handheld GPS if you're worried about your shitty phone. But we ain't getting into that. The other thing I was going to say to you, Coley, is this. Is so, Brandon. Yeah, your ass is freezing because the internet don't want to hear you. <laughs> trying to get you to do. Pass a kayak. My internet's good. I got I got eighteen bars, and there's only three four showing. You're breaking up a little bit. It's probably me. Probably it's not you. Probably because I talk with my damn hands like an asshole. All right, is this better? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So repeat the part about Brandon and the kayak. We've been trying to get your ass in a kayak since forever. Get a kayak. I know. I mean, I mean, who just, who's been posting some kayak videos here recently? One of your BFFs. I know. She's had one for a long time.
2: But you know what? I I did actually, I think after I talked to um, Delirious with you, I reached out Mm. uh, to Brandon because I know he's got multiple kayaks and and has a lot of knowledge mm-hmm. on that, and he kind of he kind of talks some sense into me in, in in the in the sense that I want to go I want to go big, right? I don't want to put any money into it unless I'm just going to get like the top notch. I want you know the Old Town 120 mm-hmm. Nokota, but he's like, oh, you gotta you gotta buy a lithium battery, and you gotta buy this, and you gotta buy a trailer, and I was like, oh yeah. That's going to add up really quick. And so it's funny you even say that because just today I was at the gym and I was thinking about how am I going to get out on the water more? Because my buddy Greg and Gregory, um, his boat's still up north. He's not bringing it down anytime soon. I scolded him today. He's like, well, is it going off over at our lake? And I'm like, yeah, but you got to get your damn boat down here. So I was thinking about it because I want to enter the Lady Slayers again. And this year you have to choose bank, boat or kayak. And I don't want to rely on anyone else. It's like I don't want to rely on jumping on someone's boat because you just can't rely on people anymore. Mm -hmm. So I may look at, you know, either a used kayak or something that's a little bit more simple Um, because it's like you all said, like getting out on the water. And I need to get my butt out on the water more. And I love going by myself and going solo. I'd love someone to maybe show me the ropes the first time,
1: but I'm down for an adventure. I'll figure it out. So, I'll tell you this from the kayak side. I bought a used kayak. My hobby is used. I bought it used. I got a really good deal on it. I wasn't looking for a new kayak. I could have gone and gotten a new kayak, but I wanted to use one because, you know, I understand what I wanted. Right. So, the minimum I will tell you is to get a good, stable kayak, and stable, you have to, you can research that, but don't, don't paddle. Right. You, you you will want to quit fishing sell all your shit and burn and burn your twenty dollar jerk in a fire if you get a paddle kayak get a pedal kayak i will definitely and if you want to go big later in a year or two right. get one that you can upgrade to a motor in yeah i mean they, they've got bow and stern mounts that you can do that with but getting from the bank and, and Frankie, if y'all listen to the episode with Frankie, he talked about that, is getting from the bank into a some kind of boat, small boat, kayak, big boat, whatever it is, onto the water. It changes that experience. And Brandon Brilliant. brought up a really good point being a non-boater, is that you put yourself in a vessel. If it floats, it's a boat. So take your ass out there on the lake in a boat. You control your destiny. Right, Like you have a that control a over point. what you want to do. And when he said that, like that, that's the biggest thing. I, I fished as a non-boater in a bass fishing club for two years. It sucked. It sucked. There wasn't no non-boater vision in this little teeny ass country ass club either. It was me versus everybody else. I was one of two non-boaters. <laughs> and so, yeah. you know, just getting, getting out on the water and, and getting, being able to fish that way. Is a completely different scenario that you can you learn a lot more.
2: Yeah, and, and I, I, you guys are both right. And and watching, um, have you been watching Brandon's stories and reels recently with him and his buddy out on the frozen river?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, the, <laughs> the snowstorms. Snow yeah,
2: smiling from ear to ear. Both of them are holding up big giant fish. Like, fish, hey, yeah, man, shit, that, that is that's awesome. awesome, man. Yeah, so, it really is.
0: I'll tell you a story about that trip. Um, So I had fished Wednesday and Friday of that week and I went to table rock and I caught uh, basically the third largest bass I've ever held. And uh, I had had, I had enough content for a couple weeks. So like, The only motivation, if I'm being honest, was when Ryan said, we're going to go fishing on Saturday. And I said, you know, it's supposed to snow on Saturday. And he's like, yeah, I know. And I said to myself, I said, I've never fished in snow. The worst thing that's going to happen is I'm going to have a good ass story to tell.
1: Yep. Those, those Those snow videos will probably get more views than any fish video you post.
0: So that's my most liked reel. In the history. Is it really? Yeah.
2: Is it the one where you where he's kind of towing you for a minute?
0: So yeah. So. And why
2: was he towing you? I never got that. What was was he just being nice and giving you a break?
0: So like what Paul said, just a minute ago. Um, you get you get tired and you don't want to paddle, and your buddy's <laughs> got to pedal kayak, so he takes you home.
2: Gotcha. Yeah.
0: So. Um what I told you, Coley, was um what's gonna happen inevitably is you're gonna buy a Minkota uh autopilot and it's gonna it's gonna need a lithium battery that's at least seventy five amp hours and it's gonna cost you eight hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna have to buy a trailer for it because it's too big for your vehicle, which right. is gonna cost you probably another five hundred dollars at a minimum. So there's thirteen minimum
2: I've been looking. Yeah. At minimum is right.
0: So then you have $5,300 in it. And then you're going to need a rod holder. You're going to need a, at some point, you're probably going to need a a fish finder and a fish finder mount. Well, I want all of it. Yeah. You're going to need a black pack. (laughs) I want it all. (laughs) So, so by the time you get done with what you're getting done, it's six grand. Yeah. And then, and then what happens if you don't like it? Yeah. So what I'm basically saying to you and kind of what Paul said is find yourself, um, you know, Paul, I just I, dis- I disagreed a little bit with you only because of where she fishes. She doesn't need to go a long way. She doesn't fish like big bodies of water. She, you know, and maybe if you do.
2: But, but is- I would if I had a kayak, I would be on a bigger body of water every weekend. I just it's- don't have the ability to do that.
0: And so I would I would do one of two things. I would buy a kayak that you can upgrade, like he said, whether that's paddle or pedal. Or I would buy a pedal kayak with a minimum requirement of a reverse, instant reverse on the kayak. Okay. So, uh, sorry, buddy. I, I know you got, like, the lever pull or whatever oh. will be some other weird crap. Oh. oh. You oh. need a, you need an instant reverse.
1: I, like I have it. the remove function on here, and this is the closest I've ever been using it, besides <laughs> when Alex is on. Wait, didn't you remove me? You,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'ma smack you upside your country biscuit hand. <laughs> That's not the first time you've used that. You you've ditched me a couple times.
0: But don't get me wrong, like I I fish with this guy named Jason. Um, uh, I don't know his last name, it was like Shiznitsky or something. He's a really good fisherman. <laughs> Jason uh,
1: Shiznit sounds Shiznitsky. like a somebody I want to know.
0: Shiznitsky, um, but he fished out of a Hobie. Uh, I don't know, I don't know Hobie that well, but um, those things are fast like super fast and very comfortable. Um, but uh, the, the pedal flappy thing, um, you know, it's great. And they have ones that like dip under the hole. If you run into stuff like they automatically fold up, which is great, but those are also $4,000. So yeah, my point is, is find something like a native Slayer uh, max, you know, you pay two grand for it. It's got instant reverse. It's plenty of space. You're not a giant person. You can, fit all the stuff you want on it. And then you can slowly build that other stuff. And if you, if you want power later, you can add a torpedo on the back and you're still good to go.
2: Native slayer max, like native slayer max, 10, 5. Uh, I would go. I don't know
0: how, how tall
1: or how much you weigh, but I would assume a 10 would be just fine. I'm five, eight. If you, if she wants to upgrade 12, but this is the whole thing, right? This is, this is my whole thing is get one, that you can put all the shit that you want on it later. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the whole thing. And if you can fit everything you want to fit on a native Slayer 10, then do it. Um, The used kayak, kayaks right now are still hard to find, but the used market, you can still run across good deals if you're patient. Um, My whole thing,
0: I, I don't mean to interrupt you. I, yeah, I would just ahead. tell you, like one, I know a company named Eco Fishing Shop. I could probably find you a decent discount on. They ship. <laughs> there free you go. To the United States. Yeah, yeah. Two, I fished out of a Pelican Catch, an Old Town Topwater 106, an Old Town Sportsman uh, PDL 106, a Jackson Bite, a Native Slayer Propel 10, a Bonafide SS 107, uh, and a Van Hunks Pike. So, I mean, like, I'm not saying I'm, like, the end-all, be-all, know-all of kayaks, but I fished out of a lot of kayaks. And, like, not just one time or two times, but, like, these have been given all the reviews, I will tell you. And and the thing that, like, Paul was saying, the thing, you can find a nice used kayak. The Bonafide I bought in, in the garage there is, is used. I paid 1100 bucks for it. I paid 1075 for it. New, it's, like, 1400 bucks. It was basically brand new. So, you can find... A decent mm-hmm. deal on a used kayak now you want a kayak that people like and i don't mean this in like the disparaging way but if you want like an old town top water pdl 106
2: that was the one i originally wanted and then i wanted to go up to the 120 because you know to me
0: that's to me one. that's a perfect boat for you but you're not gonna find one of those used yeah i know unless you want to drive 300 miles
1: you, you say that though later. but i but my pro angler was a 2018 it had been in the water twice, twice, oh, oh, and I got, three, I got it for three. I got for three thousand. Like I couldn't. Pro anglers this.
0: weigh hundred and
1: twenty pounds, and they're oh yeah yeah no 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 no. I'm not saying she needs to look for a pro angler. I'm no. just saying.
0: But your market, like the people that want to buy a Hobie Pro Angler, is much smaller than somebody that wants to buy a PDL one one oh six.
1: That's true. I don't know because I mean I don't know because. I, I knew what I wanted to buy. It was the Pro Angler 14. I knew what I wanted to buy. So that's what I searched for. So that's, you know, yeah, I didn't I didn't look for other stuff at all. You,
0: well, you're a big dude, right? You're like 6'4, 250 or something like that. Whoa,
1: right? whoa. With the fat. Oh, you're 6'4? My guest co host is over here calling me fat. I, I got my guest calling me fat. Now I got my damn guest co host questioning my. My height because of how fat she thinks I am. You I don't what? think you're all fat right. at all, but are you shotgun, six four? Shotgun questions, shotgun questions start now. And Wait, Coley, this is the question. Is like are the you four six four? This is no, I'm six one.
2: Well, cause I just found out Steve uh scuba ski Steve was like six four or six five and that blew me away because he drives that little tiny little baby car. I don't know how he fits in there, but I Look, was
1: like, tell "Wow!" Y'all so, let me tell y'all something about Scuba Steve. He he apparently is a tall dude, but I'll tell you one thing: the most the 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 most intellectual shit he has ever posted on the internet has been a bunch of smiley faces. That's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. Hey Coley, why are you trying to hide your lamp today? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, I see you trying to get it out of the frame, and we only got about two thirds of it. <laughs> oh,
2: right, random. Why? Why? Look, <laughs> 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 I got my American flag.
1: I got my oh, hooks. Yeah. Hoodlums yeah, yeah. And, and the hooks I, got, at I got
2: the hooks and hoodlums because you know you forgot to mention them earlier since we are all hoodlums and we are all family. We got our stuff. I got my flag because I appreciate Brandon. Thank you for your I'm service. I'm going to
1: say it. I'm going to say it. You just. And then,
2: you it. know, you're just jealous of that lamp. You're just jealous. I <laughs> I saw. I look, I saw what you done draw and you got some. Problems. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're jealous.
1: <laughs> it was a picture. It was not indicative of anything. So Brandon. It
2: was a self-portrait. And that thing looks like. Shit.
1: Hell no, I can't draw a crooked these,
0: line. Do these questions mean the podcast is over?
1: Well, these ain't I, questions, but yes, when I do ask them, they are over. Coley, do you have the questions from last time so you can ask some too? Yeah, I know. I remember a couple of you didn't send them to me. Remember? So you get get prepared. I texted them to you at least twice previously. today.
2: The hell! Oh, though, honey, not today, I, 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 I delete my text messages. I don't like clutter oh, in my phone. Okay, so oh, can I go? Can I go a little bit
1: out of order because I remember some of them. We weren't starting to shotgun questions. So I was just picking. But so go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, he
0: was mad because I called him fat.
1: Yeah. And then Coley called me short and fat. I didn't call you
2: short. I just thought six foot. That's really tall. And I just pictured you about six foot. And I didn't realize how long your beautiful locks are getting, by the way. Can you take your hat off again and show us? Like, wow. And it looks like you got it trimmed, too. Did you get it cut?
1: Oh my god today yeah
2: See, and i got my haircut yesterday so you noticed my haircut i noticed your hair haircut brandon let me see your hair did you get your haircut today
1: Come oh, you look like you did get it cut recently so so this brandon morning. you should feel very uh-huh, good. there you go you should feel very good because coley and i did our hair up as nice as we've had it in months probably weeks maybe what? even years <laughs> for tonight my hair always looks good.
2: I've <laughs> done my hair? Brandon, so Brandon, what's my face about? Look. Oh, yeah. Look Listen. at that face. <laughs> Listen. All right. I don't like to flat iron it every day because it gets all, like, bad at the end. So sometimes it's a little tousled. I'm with kids, y'all. I ain't trying let to look t- beautiful for kids every day. Well, maybe let a little bit. Let
1: me tell y'all something about keeping your hair pretty. All right? Both are in trouble. So, so my hair's a little long now, but used to years ago, that shit was down past my shoulders and it gets old, big old curls in it. And every time I go get it cut, I go, in, I go to Mar- great clips, AKA marginal clips in some places. <laughs> marginal. And every time Mediocre I sit down, clip. huh? Mediocre clips. Mediocre clips. clips. <laughs> I go in there and they are be like, oh my God, your hair's so pretty. Your, oh my God, your hair's, Gee, your hair so my wife like quit telling him that. So anyway, like I wash my hair with soap like every three days. Soap? I don't put no dye in it. I don't hot iron it. Like I don't do none of that shit. Matter of fact, I used to didn't brush it because it would hurt so bad until my wife got this new comb that <laughs> like doesn't hurt when you brush out the rat You're an idiot. <laughs> and so I started brushing my hair. Look, that damn cone. Don't tell my wife this. You don't listen to podcasts, so we're safe. But don't tell my wife this on the internet. I brush my beard out that shit. It makes it feel so good.
0: Do you feel like she doesn't listen to your podcast because she doesn't want to hear you
1: talk anymore? Oh, <laughs> uh, oh my god, are you serious? Hell yes. Look, if I went mute tomorrow, uh, I'm not saying my wife
0: wouldn't do the same thing. Trust yeah, me. Yeah,
1: if if I went mute tomorrow, my wife. Wouldn't care one single bit. Yeah. If I could never talk another day of my wife wa- in, in my life, my wife would be perfectly fine with that happening.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Sick of your shit. Oh. That's what it is.
1: I yeah. mean, y'all hear me on this podcast. Who I am on this podcast is who I be in real life. Like yeah. there's no
0: <laughs> Yeah, same. I mean, I, I don't disagree that a hobby angler pro angler is a good kayak that you didn't pay too much for, but the market for that, I mean, listen, Coley is 5'8", 110 pounds. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> she is not going to get in a Hobie Pro Angler. She couldn't even get the thing out of the car or off the trailer. That's all I, I'm going to say. That. I'm
2: not telling That's Coley.
1: To when, get a pro angle.
2: Brandon, you are a smart man because you said 100 and you paused and you looked at me <laughs> and you just put out some low ass number knowing damn well I ain't no 110 pounds. So my heart for you, my love.
1: <laughs> Toley is also 6'1". She ain't 5'8". So
2: I'm six foot in heels. And when I wear heels I'm and I wear them often, I am six foot. So oh, I'm not shit. a little person.
1: All right. Let's get this. Let's get this podcast back on track. And not off on some on on weight and height shit that y'all can defamate me more for. Brandon, you you tell us, don't roll your eyes at me, bitch. Tell us what is I the me. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I was, other 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 you're eyes? I was about to scalp you. I was, I was just like def- what would you call me? Word. And then I was like, yeah, that's a word. Okay. What what's a word? Defamate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. I think, it's, I think it's actually
0: defame. I don't know. If no, no a there's
1: word. defame, there's defamation, and there's defamate.
0: Okay. So defamate's a verb?
1: Look, she's looking it up. Defamation. I don't see defamate. I see decimated, but no defamate. Well, they're fucking wrong. Webster has lo- Webster's fucking wrong. I'm country, and they don't know country. Anyway, Jesus. You country, you? We went from height. Y'all went from calling me fat, short and fat to now we're having a grammar lesson. This ain't what this podcast is about. Bring I never it, called you us. short.
0: Hold on, Paul. I have to correct you, though, because every time I say fisherman, you correct me to angler. So yeah. if you say words that don't exist, I'm allowed to say that those don't exist.
1: Branded. This is my fucking podcast house. I can say what the fuck I want. <laughs> right. that's I hard. snorted again. Golly, you guys got me this, left and right. That's fair. There's only one person out of these three here who can cancel the other two. That's you. Yeah. One. You know what? I'm gonna I'm email. I'm gonna email Alex. I'm gonna tell him next time I'm on, give me some powers.
2: <laughs> I'm just gonna be like think. <laughs>
0: What so what brandon, show was that that we were we kept somebody kept deleting somebody was that that built? was
1: no no well, well there's been a couple but we had the hooks at hoodlums live you, podcast
0: yes. you kept well, getting deleted
1: yes by alex <laughs> he kept yeah. knocking me out
0: yeah yes
1: what was that was back this summer wasn't it wasn't mm-hmm. it this summer brandon yeah mm-hmm. yeah he kept deleting because. I kept trying to get us back to talking about fishing. And yeah. every time I did, Alex would be like
0: just like- <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> exactly what he would be like. That's yeah. exactly oh, I'm, what on, top. I'm on, top. on top. I've never been on top on this. Woo-hoo! Oh, shit. Coley, you ain't never been on top on this.
2: Wait, I mean, I didn't mean to point at you. Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> on this. <laughs> I, I
2: I, I, I mm, that's not oh that's my god no, that, you that's can't recover true. from that. Also true. Yeah. Uh, uh, I just meant on the, the show and then yeah I keep there's no I'm, hmm.
1: <laughs> Look, the greatest probably one I, of the greatest moments of Bass and Bruise. Was when we Alex Alex and I had Coley on for the first time ever, and we had gotten into some craziness even before we started. And Alex, Alex is like, I he I pretty he has notes and shit written out. Look, y'all, I don't have nothing fucking written out. He has notes and shit like doing. He's like, all right, all right, all right, right. yeah, yeah, that's good, that's good. Now let's get into Coley. (laughs) And I was like. I just well, looked up at you and was like, I'm not and trying to laugh. And but I you was get like, that. Yeah, what? And Alex is going, and me and Coley are over here, like, what?
0: I remember exactly where I listened to that in Troy, Alabama. On my, yeah, on my way home, I listened to that. I remember I was right by the gas station just south of Troy, Alabama, and I remember that moment. It was great.
2: Well, it was. So it was funny, but what was even funnier is that Paul and I couldn't stop laughing and Alex yeah, he's, he's laughing sure. just as hard, but he had no idea what he's well, laughing he
0: also, at. He also went to the bathroom and left the door open and everything. You can hear
2: him piss. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then he didn't believe us when he told him. He's like, No, I didn't, you couldn't hear us, he yes a good
0: Paul <laughs> isn't pissing.
2: Oh no, that was that was fun. But yeah, that... I think that was equally as embarrassing moment for me and, and Brandon, my apologies, but I I, I meant like Bassin. Wait, I can't point right. Bassin Bruise And I said this, (laughs) so sorry. Your apology is accepted. Okay. Oh, I'm still a little red.
1: One of my other favorite moments of Bassin Bruise was like 45 minutes into a podcast. I can't remember. It might've been the same one. I asked for Coley. Whose grave she stole the flowers from behind? Her. <laughs> was no, that the same morning? Was that, that when you did co So that that was my first guest co-host, Tiffany,
2: and I had, and yes. I purposely, oh, yes. I purposely got the biggest arrangement that I could stuff in my little Santa Fe. And my boss goes, "What are you going with all that?" And I said, "Don't worry about it." And he goes, "What are you going to do with it?" I'm like, "It's for my podcast. I'm giving my my host something for me to make for him to make fun of me about." And I put it in here and that thing lasted for like two weeks. It was beautiful. But yeah, you got me good on that one for sure. You and Tiffany both jumped the gun on that one. You you were on mass fun. But I don't have any flowers. There there hasn't been any work, so I don't have any flowers. So I got (laughs) I got my flag and my because I live in California and the only thing that consistently lives are succulents. Got my succulent and my hook set hat and my flag for for the major here. And what kind of lamp is that? What kind
1: of lamp did we talk about that video? It's a it's a really <laughs> nice lamp. Well, <laughs> it's a you really nice that, one. You better put that finger down. Your mama listens to this podcast, <laughs> and that finger yeah. is gonna. That's she gonna, does. Whoa. Yes.
0: Hi, <laughs> Mama Coley. Hi, Mama she, Coley.
2: Mama Carol. So, but it, this looks like a soda, so she'll think it's a soda. Nice. Uh, well, until you told her it was it. elephant donation alcohol. Seltzer. I said it was a seltzer,
1: right? See. <laughs> Sparkling water is non-alcoholic seltzer water.
2: Oh, uh, I don't think she's listened the last couple of times. I think she, um. I feel like <laughs>
1: after after <laughs> the dildo <laughs> laugh episode, she was yeah. like, I'm done. We're not, yeah. giving,
0: we're not giving Mama Carol enough credit, I don't think. Uh, I think she might
2: know. Uh, yeah, she gonna, so know. let me just tell you, she was born and raised in Keene, Texas, to a Seventh-day Adventist minister. So Seventh Animus is what I am. It's a form of Christianity. We're very strict. Let me tell you, she does not know what that D word means because when I was younger, we were watching a movie out at the river while we were vacationing and they were talking about vibrators and that D word that I'm not going to say. And she said, Bob, what's a dip? And she, he's like, Carol, I'll tell you later. Carol, I'll tell you later. And my brother and I were so embarrassed because it's like, are, are you kidding? Like, are you kidding? And she wouldn't stop saying the word and to hear your mother say that word that many times let me just tell you it's like mom shut up go go in the camper like just leave just leave i will tell you later so i'm pretty sure she doesn't know what that is but if she's watching she's going to ask me now so thanks for that
0: my <laughs> pleasure. it was my pleasure
2: yeah <laughs> i would be like mom dust off fishing taught you what a dildo was
0: <laughs> what's funny is See, nobody is- knows my name is brandon they all think it's dustin
2: uh-huh. So, I don't think I've ever told you this, but when I first started interacting with your page and uh, liking your page and kind of getting to know your, your pictures and your fishing style, in my mind, your name was Dustin. I didn't ever look to see underneath. I was also kind of new to the fishing industry and didn't really like know a lot about the etiquette of pages and whatnot. And it says clearly right under dust off fishing, Brandon says it right. But in my mind, it was it was Dustin. And I think one of our mutual friends thought you were Dustin for a while as well. And I, I thought that was kind of funny. But yeah, cause Dustin, dust off, I don't know. It's kind
0: of funny. So what I've learned on Instagram, generally speaking, I would say about twenty-five percent of the world's population on Instagram is observant and pays attention and reads. Yeah. Or 75% does not. Right.
1: Look. Well, this ding dong time, over here. The first time I had, when when I reached out to Coley to be on the podcast, I'm like, so what's your real name? Yeah.
2: And, no, and what, goes, that's not what you said. You said, so Coley, what's your name? And I was like. Real name. You didn't say real. You said, what's your name? And I said, it's Same right that's there. What I meant. It's yeah. right there. It's Coley.
1: C O L E Y. But see, this is the thing. Cupcake Coley. Look, I I, I met a girl named Moonshine before. Mm-hmm. That was her fucking name. I don't like, know who y'all the, are hanging out with. In the day, and age, there in in the day and age of social media. In the day and age of social media, if your name was Moonshine and just Moonshine, everybody would be like, they ain't your real oh shit, Dustin gotta go pee. <laughs> All right, so I'm sorry. Just, that was my hand. Yeah, I know what it was. Your hand.
0: I was adjusting my thing. volume.
1: Here's the thing. I thought he was quieting
2: us, so that's why I didn't talk. Yeah, I thought was he was like sh- like being quiet. Sh- I'm like, okay.
1: Look, Brandon, no, wait. This day, Brandon this... did say "fuck" twice earlier, so yeah. I think. We well,
2: I was talking
0: about
1: my fishing day, though. It was, yeah, yeah. It was a... I didn't know he cursed. I know, but here's the thing. Well, he's military. I guarantee he curses. We just go. There. All right, here's the thing. Two things. One we just spent like five minutes talking about dildos so that's the reason why paddle paddler's playbook had to put they had to put the warning they had to put a warning before our segment on their on their last podcast
2: before and and after after.
1: and after and if y'all hadn't listened to that podcast go listen to it paddler's playbook and if you do not listen to their podcast in general you're missing out. Those guys are funny shit. They're awesome. They're great. Secondly, let's get back to what I was trying to ask Dustin like 5 <laughs> minutes ago. Dustin, te- you you mentioned like having having a, a blade bait come back into your chest and having to pull that shit out not showing it. Like what what is what is one or two things that you've had happen on the water that you caught on video? That you haven't posted that you wish that you would or wish you would go back and be like, this is so fucking stupid. I look like such a jackass right now. I'm not posting it. But is there something you would go back and post no. right now?
0: No. Uh as a hunterman, <laughs> I very much enjoy sharing
2: my every time experience. he says it. <laughs>
0: i very much enjoy enjoy sharing my my gaffes my my you know my bullshit. honestly like the things that if anything the things that you're talking about i wish i would have had on video so i could share them
2: paul i can't even look at you brandon are you were you looking at me brandon or were you looking at paul during that
0: uh i was watching both of you yeah <laughs>
2: Then <laughs> you didn't see what
0: Paul was doing. I did so, I just but an extreme focus.
1: That's military. Yeah. And, and that's what's great, right? That's the real side of it. When you're when you you pull your damn lure gets tangled in the three rods behind you, and you're trying to pull that shit out, or you know, you get hooked in the chest with something. That's why our last guest, uh, by Fish and Josh. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that makes his channel so fun mm-hmm. is the the stupid shit that happens on the water that he posts. And this goes back way to the beginning of this podcast to where we talked to you talked about Brandon I see, I can't want to call you Dustin for real now. Call me Brandon. whatever you want, baby. Mm. All right. <laughs> oh shit, girl, you're going to call me baby? Mm. You talked about the pros and what they do about them not catching fish or them losing mm-hmm. lures and shit like that. We don't see that from their side. Mm-hmm. But that's why some of these non-pro people in social media have a following because they show what what, what happens. They go out, they fish for eight hours, and don't catch a fish, but they put a 10-minute video out of them losing lures or losing a fish or getting tangled up. Like you, know, they show that real side of fishing, and Josh does a real good with real good job with that on his channel.
0: Yeah, so I I subscribed to his YouTube channel um, after I listened to your your stuff, and and you know I I think what you're saying is that you you know people like folks that are relatable. Yes. yes. And um, I've done a bad job lately of capturing. Uh, content via GoPro, and kind of if it's, if it's not running all the time, you don't capture it. But like, I have been fishing with a, a jerk bait that I very much in, enjoy. And I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell everybody that listens to this. If you listen to this, you're gonna get my secret, and it's fine because like we talked about, we're all about giving tips. I have this Berkeley One Twelve stunna oh. jerk bait, oh. and the color is hanky panky.
1: Ooh. <laughs> I like oh, that. She, just got excited. I, know. The about- I think it's fun.
0: We talked about dildos. <laughs> and all hanky. So the color is hanky-panky, and it's my only one. And it has caught me more fish than any lure in the history of lures. And so I spent probably three hours over the course of the weekend getting it out of trees, getting it unsnapped, <laughs> Getting it off my other rods, getting it out of my hand, getting it out of my gloves, getting it out of my jacket. Like honestly, if if there was like a page where you could just have a content uh, flood of bloopers, I would be your guy. They make those rod holders that lay over on the side of kayaks for guys like me, but I'm too stupid to buy them. So I buy the kind that go up, just so I can be an idiot. And I can deal with that crap.
1: Oh, yeah. If I had those rod holders on the side of the boat, I'd be throwing fucking rods off the boat every other day I went fish. (laughs) Hell to the no. We got a couple guys here that use those. Hell no. Ain't going to happen. Hell no. I ain't doing that shit. I'm just telling you, man.
0: I mean, I, I spend so much time untangling, untying, unsticking. Yeah. Uh, but stores. I
1: am in a Hobie, so I have plenty of horizontal rod storage you, built in because like you, I'm you drive- in an $18,000 Hobie.
0: You have the oil tanker of kayaks. Yes. Yeah.
1: But the fastest oil tanker you will yeah. find. That's true. My it's- my buddy Justin Faircloth has deemed me the, the Lance Armstrong of kayak fishing. And it was because when we go off in the mornings, I'd be peddling with them. We'd be talking, you know, da 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 da, da. And a lot of these guys got motors, and we'd be talking and you know, whatever shooting shit. I'm like, all right, we'll see you there. And I'm like, I bought. I don't.
0: I thought it was because you had one testicle.
1: Who? <laughs> whoever said that? No, I got both of them. Hey,
0: I, I mean, told you. I told you, hobies were fast, man. They are fast. Well,
1: yeah, they are. And, and apparently and you I'm have a short fat motherfucker, so I got a lot more drag, too.
0: Well, when you have a specimen like yourself in control of the fastest kayak they make, of course it's going to be.
1: <laughs> Look, at just First time ever. Yes! <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> I love it up on you. I love it. <laughs> Woo! Well, even
1: though, I, I honestly, I got two, even though my myself... two balls only equal the size of one, they still work. I made two babies. That's all I needed. I'm gonna make. A they could they could cut them second. off. I'd be fine right now.
0: I got Paul Roberts to snort on his podcast.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah! First,
0: first place.
2: You yeah. got me three times, and you got Paul once. That's good. I like this. Hey, listen.
0: At the end of the day, we fish, and we it's supposed to be fun. And talking about fishing, yeah, we talk about fishing, but. I think, honestly, Paul, the thing that makes your podcast interesting and, and with Alex and Coley and everybody else is not because we talk about whether or not we're going to fish six-pound fluorocarbon on a jerkbait or 10-pound fluorocarbon. It's it's about you're funny, you're interesting, you're real, and you're relatable. We just talked about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if I just sat here and talked about, okay, if you want to get followers on Instagram, you need to go on and find somebody <laughs> who just posted. like nobody gives – I mean, they might give a shit three people. Everybody else just wants to be entertained.
1: They want to talk about dildos. And when they Coley did. is on to talk we're about, about dildos. They
0: want to talk about Coley's split ends and her lamp that looks like a uvula.
1: <laughs> and and how she loves being on top.
0: Yeah. Oh! Of this guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my mama's gonna get you both for that one. <laughs> but you said your mama quit listening after first dildo. I was say we're banking good. on
0: like the diehards
1: right now. Nobody's
0: listened to this for an hour and forty-one minutes.
1: Oh my gosh! So <clears throat> you you think That's- that? You think that? But our retention rate for the four-hour Thanksgiving episode—oh, was, was like, so fun—was like eighty-five percent.
0: That's crazy. that was so fun. Four
1: hours.
0: That's nuts, man. That's like Jason Biggs level, man.
2: It, it was it was amazing. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I was only on for 20 minutes or whatever it was, but I was watching it and I was just I was laughing. Just watching your last podcast with with Josh. I I, I don't follow his YouTube channel, but after watching, it, I'm going to. I fell over <laughs> doing my dead leg lifts today, like I was rolling and laughing. listening to all the stories. I'm just and saying. And laugh and snort quite a bit tonight. I embarrassed myself a couple times. It's great. I love it.
0: I'm just thinking about this guy like wearing a skunk costume out on a kayak, you know.
2: I was, I was trying to lockwood in that skunk outfit because he's like, that's a lockwood, and I was like, wow, I just that's that's an interesting one right there.
0: But that's funny as shit, you know. Like, yeah, I've spent so much time. Like, I used to just spend so much time. Like, well. You know, who's going to like what or, like, what kind of crap am I going to get for X, Y, or Z? And and as you kind of grow in this, you know, segment, section, whatever, you just kind of figure out, like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, be who you are. And honestly, if you are who you are, like Paul, if you're going to post pictures of yourself sitting in snow with no shoes on. <laughs>
2: With his transitional pants, <laughs> those are stripper pants, Paul. They ain't transitional. But like no, when no, we're talking they, no.
1: they got zippers. They but ain't breakaways. But when we're talking about
0: you, that's what like that's what stands out, right? Like what stands out about me lately? Me being a dumbass and going out in the river with Ryan blizzard. in a fucking blizzard. That's awesome, though. But people, people are just and like no, there's no fish. There's no lure. There's no rods. It's just two idiots on a on two boats covered in snow. Freezing. But you got but with, I, with Ryan's comrade of, hat. <laughs> I had three pairs of gloves that day. Soaked through one. <laughs> put on another one. Soaked through those. Got back to the truck. Put on another pair. Soaked through those. Like it was the coldest I have been. Like I came home and showered for like a half hour in the hottest <laughs> water I could shower in. I was so cold. <laughs>
2: What did Greg make a comment on, uh, on, on your page about um, Dale and Brennan, you guys being Dale and Brennan from Step yeah, Brothers. Yeah.
0: Didn't we just become best friends?
2: Yeah. Oh, that was, that was awesome. That was great. But you know what I have to say, like your, your reels and your stories um, lately, you've been showing a little bit more of, of the personal side of Brandon. You've been showing a little bit more of your personality. Um, I think you had a real I don't know if it was your recap 2021. I'm not sure what it was, but you were showing where you were laughing and you were smiling and you have this, you have this belly laugh to you that nobody ever gets to see. And it's like, Oh my gosh, that's so cool.
0: Well, I see people like lady with Allure or like Josh, who's uh, the Texas angler. Right. And they, they turn the camera around on themselves and they, you know, they talk into it. They say, whatever, uh-huh. um, you know, like, Josh, I think his most recent reel was like my wife finds out I spend $643 at, you know, Bass Pro or Yeah. But like that's where I need to improve. You know, it's it's stuff like that where I need to to get better. You know, she does a good job of matching those sounds with like what she's doing and Yeah. And I'm not saying like that like I'm not saying don't be yourself. But we've talked about this hundreds of times. Don't be predictable. Never did the same thing over and over and over again. People get bored with it. Yeah. You got to be, you got to, you got to keep mixing it up. You got to be new and original. You got to come up with new ideas. But um, yeah, I really, I mean, I'm not, I'm not lying to y'all. I felt like trading my boat in Sunday afternoon, driving it home because mm. I was just, you know, I was just so mad. You know, and people, Paul, you'll understand this. You're competitive like I am. You talked about, hey, you want to go fish? We're going to compete with something. Like Ryan and I do that. We compete for who catches the most fish when we go out every time. And we talk shit the whole time we're out there. And, uh, but you'll get this from the competitive side of me. People say, oh, well, the best day fishing or the best day fish or the worst day fishing is better than the best best day at work. Right. No, the hell it isn't. Because... We're out there to do something, and if we don't do it, you know, now take your lesson, learn your lesson, but I'm not gonna come back and go, well, at least I got to go out and enjoy the beautiful, glorious sunshine out here. Like, no.
1: That's, That's me, me every time.
0: No. Every I, can time.
1: Walk out, I can walk out the the my fucking back door and enjoy the sunshine. When I go fishing, I go to catch fish. I don't care if it's me just going fishing or me going with my son. Or me competitive fishing, what it, I go to catch fish. And if I don't catch fish, this fucking sucks. Yeah. That ain't a good day. Like I don't go I don't fun fish. No. Like I go to catch fish. I don't yeah. go out there to fuck around. I don't want to go spend eight hours out there on in the heat or the cold peddling peddling. Peddling around on a fucking boat to not catch fish. I go to catch fish. That's that's what I go to do.
0: Yeah, and I hate getting up early. And I, I got up early, you know, and I had a mission, you know, the military side of me, you have a mission. You're supposed to accomplish your mission. My mission that day was not accomplished. It doesn't make me feel good. I don't like it, but what it does for you and me and everybody else who kind of has a like, like mindset is it makes you want to get better so that you have fewer and fewer of those days.
1: And so this is one thing, Coley, when you get your kayak and when you start doing the the Slay Nation kayak stuff, when you get out on the water and off the bank, your mindset is going to change. Oh, I know. You're, you're not going to want to just go fishing to hang out and do like your mindset will change. I know you well enough at this point to know that your mindset will change. It but you also time. have
2: to realize, too, is that I'm in customer service, right? So I'm a bartender in three of the largest um, event live music centers around. I thought we were doing a thing. Is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> we all did apparently,
1: right <laughs> apparently, apparently, Dustin thinks when he puts his hand up to the camera and burps, we can't hear it.
0: <laughs> uh, Coley is louder than you are, Paul, and she talks less. So,
2: (laughs) (laughs) so anyways, it, 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 for me, I absolutely, if I go out on, if I do get out on a boat and I'm out there, we always go for 10 or 12 hours and it is a long day and I'm in Southern California and it's 105 degrees. Trust me. If I get skunked, I get bummed because I am the non-boater. I am in the back. I like being in the back of the boat. I don't mind that. But if I have a suggestion, Like, take me over here. And if you don't take me over there all day long and we don't get anything and I'm looking at the fish finder, I got the Laurent 16 figured out, I'm seeing the fish swimming by and I'm saying they're over here and you're going over there. It does piss me off. It gets me real pissed off. But because of what I do for a living with the nanny and the bartending, the things that go through my mind and the throat punching that I want to do and the strangling that I want to do and the drop kicking that I want to do when I get out on the water for me, it gives me a sense of peace and it brings me back to, okay, I can deal with tomorrow. I can deal with, you know, tonight's bullshit. I can deal with somebody saying, you didn't put any alcohol in my drink or, you know, Oh, you're pretty. Give me your number. Whatever the crap it is, it's going to be. I got to sit there and say, thank you very much. Have a lovely evening. You know, when you're it, telling me. To I F- didn't F-
1: catch a fish and I fished for 12 hours today. Fuck your alcohol.
2: But I can't cause it's corporate. So for me, I go home. I, I beat myself up the whole way home I go through my pictures. I look at like whatever it is I need to do. I try to reassess and hopefully I get out within the next two or three weeks and I get another chance to do it again. But I'm different. I, I have a different mindset. I mean, military, you are on a mission. I'm on a mission too. It's just my mission isn't as um, intense. And, and for you, Paul, I, I don't know what your reasons are, but um, I have to find the good where I can to keep the cupcake
1: in my Coley. And, oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. That might get
0: be that might be close to let's get in the Coley you. is what that might be.
1: That, get that frosted Keeping cupcake. the
0: cupcake in the Kohli.
1: <laughs> Wait, the, is that what I said? Yeah. Yes.
0: You I'm not quite sure cupcake. what that means, but it says I, oh, whoa,
2: whoa. Because,
1: like the cupcake I have is a little right <laughs> I have a mental picture right now of a cupcake in Coley.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh God. Is that what I yeah. said? Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: what
0: You said Shit. keep the cupcake in Coley.
1: Yeah. Well the cupcake in Coley. Now I got a visual. See, there we go. All right, so here's the whole thing. I didn't mean that. This
2: this again. Yes, I think he's making me say stupid stuff.
1: I would never. I'm going
2: to blame Dustin. (laughs)
1: It's it's not the half gallon of vodka you drank where we couldn't see you. I'm not drinking. You know
2: I drink whiskey, not vodka, and I'm drinking soda. Why,
0: Why does Paul pee so much?
2: I told you. I, he has a he has a bladder <laughs> of the hamster. I said he's like, oh, I won't go till at least nine thirty. He pees all the time. He it like, more than me. I'm I, go I, I drink. 930.
1: I drink a shitload of water during the day. So do I. I
0: want to check your because prostate. Apparently, it might I'm be, be encroaching. Encro- yeah, encroaching, encroaching on your on your urinary tract. And I don't think
2: he washes his hands because he's only gone for like ten seconds, and you know, peeing takes at least ten seconds.
1: Whoa, whoa, here. whoa! I'm a man. I can pee in the blink of an eye. But
2: if you got a lot in there, it takes a while to get out.
1: Do we need to go into the science of Tinkletown? I don't know. I mean, you're in uh, and out. are no at 152.
0: Didn't you want to be so, at 131?
1: I'm. I'm gonna take. Let's let's take. Let's rewind. We're gonna go to what? Back to well. Coley. This is the great opinion. thing about fishing is some of us want to compete. Some of us want to go out and fish. I some want, of to us want to go out and have a good time. Like that's that is the essence of angling, is that you can go, you can buy a rod and a reel for ten dollars and buy chicken livers or use whatever you have, as long as you have a rod, a reel, line, and a hook. You can fish for whatever you want to fish, however you want to fish for it, to, to be happy about catching something or be happy about catching food. That's the essence of fishing, is that we can go out as anglers and do whatever we, what the hell we want to do angling. I mean, there's, there's not many sports that you can do like fishing. Everybody, yeah. you can go out there. You can miss. you be missing limbs and all this and that. All this shit we talked about. The essence of fishing is literally anybody can do it, almost anywhere. That's the essence. That's the great thing. And with that, we're going to move into the shotgun round. And Coley, do you seriously not have the shotgun round questions?
2: I um I don't like clutter in my phone, so I delete my text messages. Oh, sorry, Jesus
1: Christ. Why would but you I remember do them. You have been the guest co-host of this podcast more than anybody else. Yeah, but AI. you never let me get a word in edgewise, so I just let you talk. What are you talking about the last time you asked questions? You got my voice raising all high because you're wrong. Shit. All right. I'm going to text you the questions you ask. Hold on, y'all. I know the damn questions. I just don't know what order they're in. It, the order don't matter. It's just a
2: why question. do your Hold eyes close text-
0: when you get angry or defensive?
2: Mine or his?
0: Yours. You like you like close your eyes and look down and you go.
2: All right, Coley.
1: I know the question. These questions. are was, yours. Because I, I went yours. to look
2: at my phone to see if he texted to me. <laughs> I was looking down at my phone. <laughs> okay. All right. All I right, already know that. I did know.
1: Pod, hold up. Bastard Bruce podcast. Let me get excited. Dustin's going to put his hand up to the damn camera because he I'm too loud.
0: No, or on, he has to
1: or burp.
0: There we go. Gotcha.
1: Bastard you No, know, I was the loud one. I'm
2: the loud one. You talk too much.
0: Yeah, he's just sensitive, so he thinks it's about him.
2: Yeah. Not everything's about you, Paul. I know you like to be the prettiest one on the show, but come on. It's not always about you.
1: It's my fucking podcast. So it is all about me. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners come to this podcast to hear what kind of stupid shit I'm gonna say. Not your Some last not listening. your last guest. Your last
2: guest said he got duped. He thought I was your co-host. That's the only reason he did your show. And then you he duped did. him.
0: He did say that. I feel very fortunate. <laughs> although although I would love to have both Coley and Lockwood. I feel fortunate.
2: <laughs> I almost got a back scratcher today just to fuck with you, and I was like, "What is going on?" That didn't get me, but the toothpicking, I was like, "Lockwood, what are you doing? You got a what?" And every like eight minutes, it was a burp. So, <laughs> so, so it, the, it made very. To fill
1: everybody in, Lockwood was doing absolutely everything in his power. To stay awake during that episode because his ass actually had a plumbing job he had to go do, oh. so he was tired. And by the end of it, the next day he's like, "Dude, it was the all I could do to stay awake." I was like, "Is that why you kept fucking scratching your back and doing the dumb shit?" On my, <laughs> I guess. It was funny.
0: And like, but and the, and like, I don't, I didn't get to watch it, but it sounded like it was like rifling through things or like, like. <laughs> Things are crunching and like
1: I think it was his <laughs> well, voice. Well, look he at one scary. point. At one point, I was like, Lockwood, I didn't bring you on here to grunt and breathe. Are you gonna ask any questions? <laughs> it was tired of shit. I
0: did think I did think he I was like, Why is he so quiet?
2: <laughs> I did exactly. too. Exactly. I did too. I was like, he's not yeah. saying anything. <laughs> But he was muted. We had to kick him Lockwood, off and let it back in. Listen,
1: Lockwood. If you listen to this shit, I, I appreciate you being on. I love Lockwood. You obviously, did a fucking terrible job as a guest co-host. This is it. That's it. No more Lockwood. Thanks to Dustin and Cupcake. I love Lockwood.
0: Hold on, and, and over. It
1: now Coley.
0: And all the Huntermans in your audience.
1: Yep. <laughs> all right. Huntermans tonight. Nice. Okay. Let's roll because we still got the we still got to close out with all of our sponsors, and we know Dustin slash Brandon has a bunch to holla at.
2: Yes, he does. Okay. Coley. Dustin. Coley. Brandon.
1: Not
2: going Um Crocs or flip flops. Crocs. I know this answer.
1: Hugs. Give me a break in my heart, bitch. Hug me. There we go. I can't with the Crocs. All right. Start your shit. Ask the questions and move on. Don't tell me what to do. You're not the boss of me. Oh, Uh -oh, I'm going to get deleted. I'm going to get deleted. (laughs)
0: Look 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 who's on
2: top.
1: Yeah, look who's (laughs) on top now, girl.
2: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Second question. Are you a pizza man? Do you like pizza? Yeah. Put it's pineapple delicious. on your pizza? Yep. Ha ha! That's my boy. Pineapple on his pizza. Suck it! Delicious.
1: That was not to you, Brennan. Very delicious. Thank you. Well, you, should, you, should say it, you should say it that way. That way.
0: It's delicious.
1: Say suck and it delicious. that way. Suck it! <laughs>
2: <There we go. laughs> okay. You just want to hear me say suck it again, huh? <laughs> whoa, okay. whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, you can say, you can say stuff about my lamp and all that other stuff and you can make gestures and I can't say that.
1: That's sexist. You are a lady. Oh, that's sexist. I'm a hoodlum. A hoodlum? <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. Um, would you spend more money on a rod or on a reel? Uh,
0: is it a bottom contact rod?
1: No, no, no. rod oh you got what? Wait, wait. Rod or reel.
0: Is it a bottom contact rod? No rod
1: yes. reel rod. <laughs> Look at pissing him off.
2: <laughs> On a rod? Okay. <laughs> um okay. So you and me and Ding dong over here out fishing for three hours. Would you rather catch five? two pounders and whoop Paul's ass or what you can't you don't text very good. Paul, a, a copy and paste it. Oh. You, you put post, That's why you, you put posts. Would you rather if you're fishing with the three of us, you are the two of us, and this ding dong and, and cupcake over here in a three hour session, would you rather catch five, two pounders or one seven pounder, not post Paul, you put post. One. Look, I copy
1: pounder. and pasted. So That's you right. Read.
2: Yeah, clearly you can't read Crunchy bumpkin. One. Good answer. What was your answer on that one, Paul? I forget.
1: Always seven pounder. Forever and always.
2: For one. Okay. All
1: right. Always seven I'd pounder. fish
0: 24 hours to catch one seven pounder.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. I'm in charge of these questions, and I won't fuck them up like my guest co-host, Coley. Thanks. If you could
2: spell, I wouldn't mess them up.
1: I appreciate that. I copy that. and pasted, so I mean, that's no. all I got to say. Mine says one Listen, seven pounder.
0: It's, it's going to be nice to have some uh, professional and appropriate questions.
1: <laughs> Thank you. See, I bring professionalism. I'll give you some more questions the Bass and Brews podcast. It, it, Alex, he's good. He's good, but I'm the one that brings all this shit down. To what people want to hear.
0: No, I mean it it is a smoothly oiled machine
1: when you're running it. That's right. That's right. Thanks, thank you. Alex Alex right now would not only be shitting his pants, he'd be gone. Yeah. He'd be like, I got to fucking go. Coley, um, also, also Coley, you fucked up. We're two hours and two minutes in. And- <laughs> I said look, we could be done in an hour got, and thirty minutes. I got both of these handsome men to look at. You think I'm
2: gonna try to get off this podcast? Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm good. Oh, so,
1: so what you saying is Alex is an ugly motherfucker? So we had to end that shit an hour and fifteen minutes.
0: Um,
1: we didn't. We went over on ours. Not that much. Anyway, let's get this going because we got a lot to do.
0: I think I think Whack. Alex peeing and everybody hearing it makes him less attractive. <laughs>
1: Is cute. <laughs> he is not cute. He's look anyway, wacky, wacky or Texas rig. Wacky. My man, high five. Or as you do, when you have to burp, you put your hand up to the phone.
0: Got right.
1: it. Low jams are hype music. Hype. Are you eating largemouth bass? Yep. Oh my God. You you so far are the most oh my. I love you. I love you too, buddy. When, 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 when we meet in person, I'm kissing you on the that's fucking lips. I said, I, that's,
0: I can't wait. For sure. I well, want some sure. extra shit in that beard, though.
1: Well, if I eat some fried chicken, there'll be some yeah, crumbs up in I there. We're going to make it happen. I want it. All right. So, this is what Bass and Brews is known for. This last question. You listen yeah. to the podcast, you know what it is, you know what not to say. As some people have said, I will not reference one person with the answer that they said because I'm letting that shit die because I know he's like, Paul, are you going to let that shit die? So I'm letting that shit die. I'm not saying his name. But somebody says spinach. And if you say spinach, you're going to live in infamy forever. Top three sandwich proteins. The Ooh.
0: Turkey, roast beef.
1: Okay, we went safe. All good answers. All good there answers. Go.
0: Those are true, though. Have you guys ever the, had a, the, the good a, have you guys ever had yeah.
1: a... I, I, Pastrami. Pastrami is a good one. It really is. That was one of mine. It really is. What's the one? Have you guys ever eaten Firehouse subs? Oh yeah, they have. No, like we have them.
0: They have a like. It's called the ladder. It has yeah, like yeah, past- yeah! It's amazing. Mm-hmm. What's on it? Pastrami,
1: provolone, <laughs> pastrami, and then whatever the other stuff you—lettuce and tomatoes, All right, whatever you want. That's it. amazing. So I'll I'll say this: Nate Shagnum got mad at me and and actually messaged me today because, like, dude, I'm I'm fucking disappointed because. On the last episode, somebody says steak, And you're like, I believe that's the first time we've had the steak on this. And I'm like, dude, you you interviewed before I was part of this podcast. So I cannot be relegated to shit that I, I had nothing to do with. But because I love Nate and because Nate has a wonderful story. And if you hadn't listened to his podcast on here, I think it was 10 or 11 or 12. Listen to it. Nate, I apologize. Nate was the first one to say steak. There you go. All right. So that's it. Dustin slash Brandon slash Dustoff slash Mr. Fucking Handsome. (laughs) (laughs) Slash (laughs) Major. Oh, I'm sorry. Major Handsome. High five. There you go. All right, Bo, uh, anybody you want to holler at, shout out, sponsors, people you like, people to follow, anything like that, who 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 you got to talk to? Wow,
0: man. Um, well, I mean, as far as sponsors go, you mentioned uh, Third Eye Fishing. So, um, Max is one of the most genuine, nicest people I've ever dealt with, uh, I don't talk bad about bait companies, but, you know, I dropped a sponsorship and he was right there to pick me back up. So he came to the table with like an amazing uh, partnership and I couldn't pass that up. So third eye fishing is amazing. Eco fishing. I I went to dinner with uh, Caleb Braun and his wife, Liz, who are the owners of eco fishing last week and got to know those people and uh, really enjoyed that dinner and that conversation and so that that is one of the reasons why you know they're partnering with me this year so i'm looking forward to that and uh the relationship with new canoe is new but uh i'm really looking forward to that uh old 18 outfitters is you know um been you know a great rod company to work with they're american made they use g Loomis blanks so they're a really good rod company obviously Hooks at Hoodlums is, uh, somebody that I've been with. uh, I've been with them for nine months or so. So, um, to me, like it's less about like the pro staffiness of it and more about the, just basically the relationships you build with those people and, 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 who you are and, and who they are. And, and I enjoy their, um, Uh, support and and appreciation quite a bit Uh, I've got uh, a bunch of other companies that you can check my link in my bio at Dustoff_Fishing. underscore fishing Um, I'll I'll just tell anybody that um, wants any advice is you know, work hard work on your weaknesses, be a good person, be nice to people uh, and be genuine and basically everything else will follow. So that's all I got. Awesome.
2: You know, uh, Brandon's the reason that I got introduced to Hookset in the first place, because he was wearing that, um, pond Wrecker hat that I loved certified pond wrecker. And I was like, I need to get me one of those hats. Yep. So that's how the whole story for me began is that I, I ordered this hat and Andrew accidentally sent me the, underwater robberies unreleased hat. So that's how I got involved with, with all the hoodlums. So super grateful for that as well. So thank you for that as
1: well, Brandon.
0: I appreciate it.
1: All right, Cola, who else you got a shout out? Um, just
2: like you said, the hoodlums, they've just been awesome. And the more um, that I have uh, been around these guys, um, they've just been amazing. Lockwood helped me out with a water heater situation went above and beyond um it's just awesome like such a such a good dude all of you guys like I just you know shout out to the cool kids because uh, the cool kids are some really cool kids and uh enjoyed them and um third eye there not really any major sponsors of mine or anything like that I just uh, I just enjoy people unicorn baits has been really good to me um uh old old 18 I just got a rod from them I don't have a bait caster yet but I'm gonna get to using that so just Grateful for everyone that's on here. Um, Texas Bass Babe has been my huge support. Um, Yeah, she's awesome. Awesome. But yeah, just grateful for all the friends and family that I've made. And thank you very much, Brandon, for taking time. I know you have a very busy schedule between uh, your military job, your fishing, your YouTube channel, your TikTok, your Instagram, your Facebook, your family. You have all different things uh, going on. So we greatly appreciate you taking the time out to be with us tonight.
1: Thanks. Awesome. So, I will close this out. Check out Hooks at Hoodlums. Mentioned it quite a bit before. Awesome apparel brand. I will tell you, use Heels, H-E-E-L-S, 10, for a 10% discount. They do have some really good gear. They got some toboggans, as we call them down here in the south, a.k.a. apparently beanies. I'm not sure what the fuck that is. A, a beanie baby. They don't what toboggan isn't
0: that a no, sled a nobody calls that a toboggan it, it's
1: a sled it unless you need your head and ears to be worn then this is then it's a toboggan anyway look this is my time i didn't interrupt you during your time hooks at Hulums. go to paul hill's instagram look below look at my link tree you can find hooks at Hulums. uh Thank you to them because they don't sponsor this podcast. Actually, matter of fact, they don't give a shit, y'all. We holler them out because we love them that much. Absolutely. Like they have given us nothing but hail Thanks. and a couple episodes of Roasting Wild Beal. And that's been worth enough for us to call them out. So Hooks at Hoodlums, outside of that, thank you for listening. We really appreciate your support. I will say this. We haven't talked about this, but if you're on iTunes or Spotify, whatever the hell it is, go give us a review, good or bad. I don't give a shit. If it's good, awesome. If it's bad, awesome. But if you like this, go give us a review. If you have a topic you want to talk about, or if you have a guest you want us to have on, let us know. We'll make it happen. Alex is going to be back in, I think, April sometime. So we will have this shift rank back in into into being a podcast that isn't long form, but it's more much more educational. And uh thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. And anything else? I just saw your name. Oh shit. I meant to say that. Damn. Look, nobody said anything about my fucking name. I ju- I just said something about your name, Duston yeah, Danielson. At the end of the podcast, you should have seen that shit starting off. I saw I What's at, my name? What's my? I was my looking name? at your pretty eyes. What's my Dustin name,
0: Duston Danielson?
1: Dust on Duston Danielson, Danielson. from Karate Kid, right? <laughs> wax on, wax off, right? Instead of dust off, we got dust on. Oh, all right. Hey, y- y'all, don't go anywhere. We, we got the after party, which apparently, sorry, y'all, y'all don't get to hear the after show, but we got two hours and 13 minutes of y'all to listen to this shit. So everything afterwards don't mean nothing. Here we roll. <laughs>